This week on Nintendo Main, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct at E3. I hope you like Smash Brothers, because that's what they talked about. Spoilers! I watched the Direct directly across from Nintendo. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 125. We are here to talk to you about Nintendo and Nintendo stuff and Nintendo-related things and all that fun stuff. But this week, this is E3 week, so we got a lot of shit to talk about. There was a direct, of course. That's what we will talk about. But first, let me, let's me let introduce ourselves. I'm Trey, Super Mario Party Johnson. I'm Jeremy Shooty Boy Mikowski. I'm John, E3 Exhausted Knitter. Yeah, I bet. Been been there all day. So John was all on day. the John was on the show floor. Yes, how, was. How, how was it watching the did you watch it on your phone, like in the in the E three or did they they played it there, right? Played they didn't the play it there anywhere. No. Um at the time it was nine o'clock uh, California time. Uh, the show opened at eleven and so everybody was scrambling to get everything finished. You'd be surprised really how last minute it all was. I would have yeah. assumed that maybe they had everything up like last night or like early this morning. But no, it really was like to the last minute people were putting their finishing touches on on their booths and everything. Mm-hmm. And so nobody was you know, at least at least nobody around me was was like sitting around watching uh, the direct or anything. Oh, I thought maybe, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe they'd play it on that big screen that they had or something. I don't know how it is there. No, actually, none of the screen. I mean, all the screens, they really didn't come on until uh, just, you know, maybe a half hour before the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, up until then, there were all, all the giant screens they had up were like test patterns. And it was like some kind of QA testing for the screens mm-hmm. going on. So, yeah, no screens, no audio, no nothing. But, yeah, me and my friend... Uh, who I was there with, Casey. Uh, we were watching uh, on on my phone at our booth, and uh, yeah, yeah, got the E3 scoop right there with Nintendo right behind us. Yeah, I always wondered how they did that. Like, if they actually showed the direct like on the floor, or if they just—I guess they didn't. I always thought that they would just just because they have that huge screen and all that shit, they could just be like, "Here's the direct that's playing right now." But I guess they don't at all. So you gotta no, watch it on your they own phone. Anybody who was in there was was all like setting up their presentations. There was no sure. like general people there. Not even like the general ent- entertainment industry or you know. Mm. It was just like people there setting up their booths. So they were all working. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. So they weren't even ready at like nine, pretty much. No, it really comes together last minute. So we were there uh, throughout the day on Monday as well because Monday is a setup day for exhibitors, and uh, so we got there first thing like eight o'clock mm. and. I would guess if I were to put a number on it, the booze were like maybe 60% complete. Yeah. 70% complete, maybe. But there was a lot of like parts laying around, mm-hmm. definitely curtains up everywhere. And as we came back throughout the day, because we came back later in the evening, it was like, oh, they've made some visible progress. And then mm-hmm. we came back again this morning at eight o'clock. And I was just surprised. Like, I would have thought they would have had everything wrapped up and put a bow on it. But no, it was like still coming together really until probably about 10 o'clock was when, when it started to look like the show it ultimately looked like. 
they didn't turn the music on or the screens on until about 10 30 mm-hmm. and uh yeah so i was sitting there as everybody was like all scrambling driving forklifts around and mm. lifting things doing construction i'm just sitting there watching the direct <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah it's weird you felt like a real vip but then after that, like then after that, like the curtains rose and they talked about whatever they talked about after that. Pokemon. Yeah, so they had a giant white curtain around the booth. I was like checking back to see did they bring the curtain down? Did they bring the curtain down? Mm-hmm. It was a giant white curtain and uh they kept it up all the way till about ten thirty or so. Yeah, uh, maybe ten forty five, I don't know, but when the curtain came down, it was like, Oh, I can finally see. But it did not come down until Mm. Pretty well after the direct was finished. Yeah, crazy. But then they had their treehouse thing, right? Did you see like Bill Trennan like hanging out and like all those people like sitting around playing games? Or how was not that? this time? Because uh, the treehouse, the the previous time I was there, it was down on the floor, mm-hmm. and so you could like kind of crowd around and watch and see what they were doing. Yeah. But this time, uh, it was up on a second floor. You could see it. Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of like above the main playing area. Oh, okay. So it, it was like closed off this time. It wasn't. Yeah. So it was like kind of secluded, yeah. probably for like noise reasons and all that, I'm sure. Like, so it's more like. Well, it was like not even like closed off for noise. It was open. Imagine like, you know, a, it was a second story. There was, you know, a ledge there. You could see what they were doing up there. Um, I could see Sakurai up there and all that stuff. Oh, but saw um, I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. From afar. Were you... But. Um, Definitely, like, there was a staircase going up, and, you know, you weren't allowed to go up if you were just a regular Joe Schmo. Mm-hmm. Were, were you carrying your your uh, glove around, or are you doing that tomorrow? Uh, later in glove? the day, I was carrying the glove around. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I actually found it was actually a good um, marketing tool for our booth. Mm-hmm. I, I decided, you know, to attract some people, I just put the glove on. I had, like, five people come by immediately. Oh, what's that? Oh. Some people didn't even know what it was. You're like, thought, this, like, <laughs> you're like, I this. was developing some weird glove. Yeah. You say like this is my new prototype. Uh, would you right. like to kickstart it? It's uh, yep. It's called the Glove of Power. Um, would you like to uh, pay <laughs> me money for it right now? I will make one for you. <laughs> it sort of works for uh, the NES. You ever heard of the NES? No, yeah, right. That's funny. You can hook it into your iOS and you can play Android games with it. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, you could use it as a mobile thing. Yeah. So, so you said. Uh, you you saw like mostly uh, panels today, right? You didn't get to play a whole lot. Yeah, I didn't play a whole lot today. Um, basically, uh, I saw two panels. I saw Pendulette and Randy Pitchford from from Gearbox Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pendulette uh, of Pen and Teller, and so I'm a fan of, fan of pens. And I, I thought, oh, I got to go see that. All right, so uh, they were there pitching their new game. They have a Pen and Teller VR game, mm-hmm. and uh, they did a couple. Uh, well, actually, Randy Pitchford did a magic trick. I guess he was a magician. I didn't know that. Mm. And uh, Penn was kind of critiquing him like he does on his 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 show. He's got a TV show where he critiques critiques Bullshit. magicians and tries to figure out their not that show. That oh, uh, show. Fool, yeah. fool us, fool us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was cool. That was about half an hour. And uh, after that, I saw David. What's his last name from Ubisoft? The guy who did Rabbids. Oh, okay, um, yeah. He was David a Soliani and then um, Grant Kirkhope. Yeah, they did a panel with Jeff Jeff Keeley as the host. Okay, uh, about. The music of, of uh, Mario plus Rabbids. So that was interesting to watch. And they did a live performance of, uh, of the Donkey Kong theme on ukulele, Ooh. and everybody sang along. That was fun. Oh, okay. Did, did Donkey Kong, uh, the DK rap? They didn't do the DK rap. Um, no, they did, um, what's the Donkey Kong Country theme? That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, Grant Kirkhope, he wrote a. Didn't, I think he wrote the soundtrack for Conquer also. I know he did a bunch of rare stuff. Did he write Great, The Great Mighty Pooh? Actually, I think that I was, I think that was Robin Bean. But they talked about that song. 
But Grant Kirkhope... about that song, because um, I guess... I, I didn't play Rab, the Mario Plus Rabbids game, but I guess there's a song... Yeah. That one of the larger Rabbids sings that's yeah. sort of reminiscent of that. And, yep. it's, it's and an Davide op- basically said, I want a song just like the Great Mighty Pooh song. Yeah, it's a it, it's an opera singer that you fight as a mm-hmm. boss. That's actually as far as I got, because I, I kind of got stuck there. But yeah, I know I know Grant Kirkhope did the soundtrack for Banjo-Kazooie, because... Uh, the rabbit soundtrack sounds very much like Banjo Kazooie. Like if you if you listen to it, it very much sounds like what you would think would be a banjo thing. So I don't know if he had anything to do with like Perfect Dark or uh, or Golden Eye. Yeah, he's, they or said like he did Perfect stuff. Dark. He did do Perfect Dark. Yeah, he did Perfect Dark. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that was a fun panel, except for the only thing was a technical problem. The mic was too close to Davide's beard the whole time. And <laughs> nobody like went up and corrected it. So the yeah, whole time it was, it was just scratchy. doing like it was just doing this the whole time. Oh. Every time he talked. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. Yeah. It's like he's never done a panel before. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's never had a panel. But you would have thought somebody from the back, from the sound guys would like went up on stage and, hey, you know, move your mic. Yeah. I mean, they probably once the presentation starts, you can't really get up there and stop it, you know? But did somebody like say something? Or did they just nobody said anything? Yeah. We all sat there for half an hour as his beard just went. (laughs) Stop doing that. Half an hour. So (laughs) I would have left. He seemed to be a. Was it wasn't it you that ran into some uh, audio problems in in that uh, video game event that you went to? Was it you or Jeremy that had the bad audio? I don't remember. I don't recall. Where I had bad audio at a couple of the panels in Portland. Okay, Portland. Yeah, I was gonna say. You guys oh yeah, I also always... had bad audio at the yeah one of the panels that um at the at the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. Yeah, they had like two speakers up front, and that was it. Yeah. Or what about yeah. the Retronauts panel at MGC when two people had to share a mic? I thought that was bullshit. They do that a lot. <laughs> it <laughs> it sucks. Like, yeah. They have to share a, share a mic. At least they're not in the middle of a restaurant anymore. But, yeah. That means if they want to interrupt each other, they have to snatch the microphone from each other. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, maybe the year after they'll have more. But, yeah, that's cool. I mean, aside from the beard noise, that sucks. But Grant Kirkhope's cool. I like his music. So, I mean, it'd be good. it's cool that he talked about other stuff other than just uh, the rabbits and all that. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, for that reason, I didn't play too many games. And then the other reason was, you know, I'm there to, to help my friend out. He's got his game, which is called sure. Max Duo. Yeah. And, uh, so I was also, st- I'm still learning, I was still learning a bit about his game. Mm-hmm. And I was like watching him pitch it to people so I could, uh, also pitch it to people when he sure. was away. Yeah. Uh, eventually I gave him a break and, you know, I sat at the table for an hour or so. And mm-hmm. so I was doing other stuff. And today was more about just, Getting it off the ground, making sure everything was smooth. I had to run over to Staples at one point because uh, we, we ran out of business cards, so I had to go get some more. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was it. So tomorrow is going to be the day when I really buckle in and uh, uh, try everything. I did uh-huh. get the lay of the land, though. I made sure to tour the whole thing and made uh, mental notes about, I want to try this game, I want to try that game. Okay. So I'm going to work very efficiently tomorrow to get a lot of games played. We'll do that as our subject or as our topic. That'll be like uh, hands-on stuff. But let's... uh. Well, uh, for this one, we'll just talk about the direct, and then and then we'll get to that. But uh, is there is there anything you guys have been playing that you wanted to talk about before we get into the direct or purchase for the week? I know we all purchased one game. Well, I mean, you don't have to purchase it, but we I know we all got Fortnite, right? Yeah, <laughs> I just got it. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, I think you'll, I I was thinking I was like, hey, it's another game that John can like play play to death on the Switch. Yeah, <laughs> Fortnite. It's free. I'll probably move on to that one. Yeah, it's completely free and it's all online, and you might like it. I don't know. There's no cars in it, but I like it so far. I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, I don't really. I'm not gonna. I don't see myself buying like a 
battle pass or whatever the fuck they're called, like, you know, whatever, to buy all the extra points. I just wish I understood, like, I wish I understood it more. Like, I don't understand how to get, like, gear for my character or, like, you know, I'm leveling up, but I'm not really getting any points or anything to buy anything with. So it's like, I don't know. I'm I'm still completely confused about the game. But I got a, how high did you, did you uh, place, Jeremy? Just out of curiosity. I only played two matches and the highest I placed was 20-something Okay. I played for an hour and I got, and my last one, I was 11th place. So I was pretty proud of that. Nice. I, I was like almost to the top 10. So yeah, I the let- time that I, uh, the, the second match I played, it was kind of funny because I was watching the Treehouse and they were talking about Fortnite at the time. And they, and they mentioned, were telling you how to play. <laughs> Tipsy Towers, or I don't know what it's called, but one of the spots on the map where like a lot of items are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, go, you can go to this spot to get a bunch of loot, but just be aware that a lot of people be pe- there. People know that's where they should go, and I'm like, mm-hmm. good thing I'm avoiding that spot. And then I like just like looked over and re- at my map real quick and realized I was like walking right into that section. <laughs> yeah, that they had just said. So I went into it, and sure enough, I found all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I got all these weapons, and I got a bunch of like potions and a bunch of like stuff to craft, and I'm like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I turned around, and someone was standing there, and I tried to shoot them, and they got me first. Oh yeah, if they're like, cool. if they already saw you before you saw them, it's pretty hard to get. To get a shot in, but I, I ended up killing some people. I probably killed like five or six people, but that was like, you know, people I saw from far away. But what kind of what I've just been doing as a strategy is I just try to go to any sort of building. Normally there's a weapon in there. Like if you see any sort of house yeah. or farm or whatever, there's almost always a gun there. And, um, while you're like diving out of the bus, you know, if you see other people going to a place that from- you're about to go to, <laughs> don't go there. That's what I do. Yeah. I'd like, I go to a different place. Like, cause there's like, oh, I'm going to land in here. And then I see like five other people landing there too. And Did I'm you like, I'm not going to do settings that. To, uh, cause there's different modes, of course. And it starts you out playing on, on four player teams. Oh no! I, I just I switched it straight to solo because I had played so, it. Uh, I had played the game before on PlayStation Four, so I kind of have an idea how it works. You know, it wasn't my first uh, Fortnite. I did play. I did play a couple hours of it on uh, on PS Four, so I kind of know what to do. And I and I'm like sort of figuring out how to build stuff. I still haven't figured out how to make traps though. Did you ever figure that out? Where like where you can do? I like, mean, the spikes I I found a shit? trap. Oh yeah, I think I you have to. Yeah, I think I, you have I to found find one it. already made, but I haven't figured out how to craft them. Yeah, all I found was. Uh, all I found was like a like a trampoline type thing that you can bounce off of to make yep. you jump higher. I found those. I had, it was like a spiky thing that I found that like yeah, I, I didn't yeah. actually get to use it because that was right before I got shot. Yeah, you can basically destroy like any sort of structure to like to mine like iron and wood, and you build everything with that. From from what I gathered, so you can you can tear down houses and stuff with your pickaxe thing that you start with. But uh, yeah, I was able to find. I mean, I found a good a lot, good amount of ammo on one game, and then once I when I killed another guy, I got a shitload of more ammo. So I had like almost six hundred like bullets at one point on the assault rifle. So that helped me for a while. That is, that is an advantage to killing people. You can mm. like get everything they were holding. So yeah, and you can only you can only carry so much. So some of you have to leave, but you do get a lot of ammo. Like if you find somebody who's been hoarding stuff, so that's that's good. But a, a couple times I got killed by the the cloud as well. Like the storm killed me. I don't know if that happened to you you know where oh. like the circle closes in well, that's the same as PUBG, so i yeah. knew to avoid that no i knew to avoid it but it just it ended up going faster than i thought it would and i didn't have a whole lot of life left so it kind of just like went over me and i had like 10 i had like 10 percent of life and it just disappeared so i ended so i died in the in the storm a couple times because sometimes if you're not paying attention or watching the time like i didn't realize like how quick it moves and, you know, how far I was from the actual circle and all that. So a couple times I got killed without it. And a couple times I got killed just from, like, falling from a high spot. Like, I'd make a really giant stare and, like, 
you know, like build a build a ladder to heaven and then just fall down and die after that. Just I did, like Jacob did. I did sing I did sing the Ladder to Heaven song while I was doing it on my YouTube videos. So check that out. You can hear me sing the South Park song while I'm making uh, I'm making stairs on uh, Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean it's cool. It's it's free. It's great. I mean, one big thing about it was about totally the, unexpected. Like it just dropped, and we're like, what? Uh, you're you're joking, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just said last week that it was already in there. No, that was another thing that sucked about the direct, and we'll talk about the direct in total. But it was like everything. I feel like everything was already told. Like that's what I hate about leaks and stuff. It's like kind of takes all the magic out of uh, this Ethan. modern age we live in. Yeah, right. Like yeah. almost everything yeah. that happened was already like told in some way. So it's like, oh, well, I knew that. Well, I knew that. I mean, there were like there was actually a gem that was in there that was not leaked, thankfully, and that made me happy. But uh, yeah, most of it was kind of was leaked, and I kind of really knew about it. But yeah, that Fortnite came out today for free. Um, it it like dropped like right during the during the um event, the direct. I actually started downloading it while the direct was going, so that was cool. And also, a uh, Hollow Knight direct do- dropped today too for fifteen dollars, and I bought that game. The game's super pretty. It's hand drawn. It's like a Metroidvania game. It's real beautiful. It's a hard game. It's difficult. Like I kind of got a little frustrated to it with it like in the second hour, but. I want to finish it. It's it's really. I mean, I really like the way it looks, and it's it's got a beautiful soundtrack too. Like it's super cool to play. Before you two off of Fortnite, though, I, I wanted to just say that I have to, I have to mention the Fortnite presence was massive. Like, yeah, you would have thought it was the game of the show. It's like like the last time yeah. that I went was was when Super Smash Brothers uh, yeah. pre Wii U came out, and that was like all over the place. Right, that was the game of the show this for, time, for Nintendo. You'd, you'd have to admit it was Fortnite, despite smash brothers being out this year Fortnite's booth alone was as big as nintendo's like the are you talking about on the nintendo show floor like the the Fortnite no, switch or just fortnite in general fortnite has its own booth that to me it appears to be as big as nintendo's booths mm. not only that but fortnite also has a presence in a corner of nintendo's booth yeah and then on top of that, just about every other, um, if there's like a peripheral developer, like say I saw uh, across from us, there's a headphone maker, right? They have Fortnite a row of uh, like eight people <laughs> with, with their headphones on, all playing Fortnite on a giant screen. Yeah. So every other like little uh, you know, peripheral maker, they're using Fortnite as the example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you should use their peripheral. Yeah. Then outside of the theater, Across the street is like an like an outdoor esports tournament area. Today I walked by. They're playing Fortnite, of course, on the giant screen. Oh yeah. And then they have um, they had like some kind of contest, I guess. I, I I don't know the details of it, but Epic invited a bunch of Fortnite players to E3 on their dime, is what it seems like to me. Mm-hmm. I saw a whole line of people outside with a special in a special Fortnite line being led into the uh, into the show. Yeah. So Fortnite is like the game of the show right now. Well, I don't know it's if like, you can. Um, I was going like to say I don't know. Current Minecraft, yeah. I don't know yeah, if you know but goes. I don't know if you know but Fortnite is like the game of like the universe right now. Like Fortnite's yeah. like the most popular game like all the rappers talk about it. Ever. Like no seriously, I have I have coworkers that I work with at the Owl that like they just play Fortnite. They don't play anything else. Like there's this one kid I work with, he's like uh yeah, I only play Fortnite now. I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, I just I don't play any other games. I just play Fortnite." I'm like, "All right." Like people fucking love that, and if you ever get on Twitch, Fortnite is the highest like streamed game. Like I follow a lot of Twitch people on Twitter, and they're always streaming Fortnite. I even see people that are like, "I don't want to watch Fortnite anymore." Anybody streaming anything <laughs> else? 
But, you know, like everybody's streaming Fortnite, it seems like. You know, like it, you should it was, try that as like one of your things for your stream to say, like, "Hi, this is Trey. I'm not streaming Fortnite." I actually, I actually did. No, I actually did. I've commented everyone. What? Everyone who says everyone who says they don't want to watch Fortnite, I've commented on their Twitter, telling them that I don't stream Fortnite, so you can watch me. Except you actually do. <laughs> I did today, yeah. So I'm a liar. But uh, before that, I didn't stream Fortnite, but I did stream Fortnite today because, and I got like ten f- followers, so or ten viewers, so you know, whatever. If we ever figure out how people to like do- it. Squads, I do want to do like a, a split screen video of it because I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, we totally, we totally should. We could maybe try to do it after we record here, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's out for the Switch. Fortnite is fucking huge. Like everybody loves it. Um, you know, I can't wait to hear like what you think of it, John. Like I think you'll probably enjoy it. I mean, it's you know, it's the battle royale thing that, that everybody's been talking about, where you get dropped onto an island. You know, you have nothing. You got to gather whatever you can get, and you basically fight your way to survive. There's a storm like moving in so like every like however many minutes like the circle will get smaller until there's only a few of you left and you're stuck in the middle circle blah 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 i don't know what you win in fortnite i know you get chicken dinners in PUBG, but do you get like a turkey dinner or something in fortnite you know what the what you win if you, if you maybe you just get more level up stuff or something i don't, I don't know. know i don't know the what happens. i ever gotten PUBG was third and i didn't get anything for that so i don't know anything about the rewards yeah, all I know is it's a chicken dinner. That was a big thing on PUBG. But yeah, Fortnite Fortnite is huge coming to Switch, but Segway, they didn't really talk about it that much in the direct at all. You know, it was just no, kind of like... they did it in the treehouse. Yeah, but they showed like a very small video of it, and uh, Jess was watching it, and she's like, what is Fortnite? Is that like, uh, is that like Jackass? Because <laughs> it's like, they're like jumping off cliffs with the... Uh, with like shopping carts and stuff, and like they didn't really explain explain what the game was if you didn't know what it was, you know. But yeah, but um, aside it's from like Rocket League in the in the regard that it's got all these like crazy wacky modes that people play. Yeah, there's other stuff. I don't know about. I just play the regular solo mode. There was an Infinity War mode on there where you could be Thanos, but apparently that's been it's either gone or it's just not on the Nintendo version because I wasn't. It able didn't to find feel it. so well. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I played it. I didn't get. I did get to be Thanos, but I got killed pretty quickly when I was him. I wasn't able to snap my fingers and win. All of a sudden, they they left that they left that out of the game. But uh, <laughs> you know. But yeah, there there was like an Infinity War crossover thing. But one more thing before we get into the direct, I wanted to say about my purchase for the week. I bought mm-hmm. this uh, pocket tournament controller from uh, Amazon for nineteen dollars, and it's like my favorite fighting game controller right now. So. If anybody's if anybody's trying to find a good D pad, I bought the pocket controller for nineteen bucks. It's totally worth it. Uh, I'm actually pretty good at Street Fighter Anniversary Collection now with this thing because, uh, in my opinion, I think all the other all the other D pads suck on the Switch, and this one's actually good and it's hardwired, so it's cool. You can play Hollow Knight with it too if you want to. <laughs> you know, and then there <laughs> where won't did be you buy it? What site did you buy it through? I bought it from Amazon. So you just got through Amazon. And it's just the Japanese. Yeah, it's the ja- it's the Japanese Pikachu uh, Pocket one. It came in a box. It was all in Japanese. But I ordered it for nineteen bucks, no shipping. It came here in like two days through Amazon Prime. So yeah, I was just looking to find a cheap version of it, and it works fine on the Switch. I didn't have to do anything. I just plugged it in, and it automatically sunk up. You know, and it shows it shows on the menu. It says USB controller. So yeah, that's all. It works fine. As the only thing you can't do is there's no menu button on it, and there's no capture button, and there's no analog stick. But all the other buttons are present. But if you want to play a fighting game on it, it's perfect. So I finally found something to take care of my Street Fighter woes, and I made a video of it. You can watch it on YouTube. But uh, let's. Is there anything? Um, yeah. So I I did buy something this week, but it's like non Nintendo. But I've been trying to watch all the presentations because yeah. I, I own multiple consoles. I'm a PC gamer. 
I, I you know, a mm. white PC gamer, and I have a PS4, yeah. as Trey does too. Yeah. And so even the Xbox, even the Microsoft conference, I can, I could get some stuff from because you can play a lot of those games on uh, Windows. But, uh, I watched the Sony co- conference, which was really weird. I don't I know if either of you watched that. It nope. was strange. Yeah, that was a weird one. It yeah. was cringe. It was real cringy. It was like a yeah. reminder of why, like just the old days, like why, why Nintendo kind doesn't of nice have pres- Nintendo presentations doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so I got something about that. We were trying to go but, to that one yesterday, and uh, we asked her at E3. Um, you have the E3 official people. They have the shirts with the question marks. Ask me anything about E3. So we asked them, and uh, they don't know where it is. Like, well, you guys are supposed to have the answers. You don't know where the Sony conference is. Mm-hmm. But we asked like five different people. Nobody could tell us where it was until this one lady, as we were asking, not even the uh, official E3 person, just a nice lady, piped up and she said, um, well, typically they've been having it at the at the Shrine Auditorium over at uh, USC, the, the school. Uh, so, okay, just off of her hint, I looked it up online, and yeah, typically it was at that Shrine Auditorium. So he said, all right, let's go over there. Let's check it out and just see if it's there. So we went over there. It was not there. We even ended up coming back later on in the evening just in case, you know, those people were trying to fool us or, or put us off just because they, you know, they don't want a whole crush of people coming over and trying to get into the Sony conference. But no, it wasn't there. And uh, where did it end up being? I don't know, in some tent somewhere. <laughs> so basically, nobody, basically, yeah. It didn't exist. They, they made yeah, a big they tent that looked us. like a, they made a big tent that looked like a church. The church it of Sony. It totally like a, like a mega church where it had like the stage and like the, mm-hmm. the, the like the spot where the choir could stand and like the screen in the back. It looked yeah. like a church. Like they even commented that it was a church. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we couldn't find it. I didn't, I didn't no, see I it. I just thought it was so strange. Nobody would tell us where it was. Yeah. Was it like a private thing? Like, did you have to have a special invitation? Is that like yeah. you had, way, way you, nobody you knew? You had to have an email. You had to have a special invitation, which you know, I didn't sign up for. We were just trying to find this thing. Who knew that we would have such trouble? It's really weird but, that, yeah. that E3 is like so spread out that you wouldn't be able to find a presentation. I don't know if it's like a room, I guess, that's hidden. or I don't know how things are set up there. Maybe it's a really big center or whatever, but it's crazy. It's a huge convention center, okay. yeah. But um, also, yeah. across the street is... Uh, is LA Live, which is they have the Staples Center, they have uh, 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 the Microsoft Theater, and they have another theater, like a smaller theater called the Novo. So it's almost like a the convention center plus a convention, uh, a, a, a collection of other smaller uh, venues, right? Yeah. All all in one location. If you've never been to LA, uh, that's what it is. And I guess typically Sony had had theirs had their conference offsite, so at the at the USC, but. This year they had it in a giant tent for who knows what reason. Right, so they built their own convention center. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah, I. Uh, but yeah, it's the only person I know who that I follow on Twitter that was there was Cat Bailey, and she was like, she said it was standing room only. It was like super crowded, and uh-huh. it was kind of weird. But uh, anyway, I watched that conference, and uh, they showed uh, Last of Us Two, which you know ended up being its own meme because of. The footage yep. they chose to use for it, you know, which yep. was which was cool and cinematic and all, but you know, they like they confirm the sexuality or you know maybe not confirm the sexuality, but give people more reason to question the sexuality of one of the main characters from the last game, which is silly. Like, why does it matter? Why do we need to know this? But I mean, she, I don't know. I think maybe they're also just trying to normalize that in video games. You know, romance is romance, and any two people and or more, I guess, who are involved in romance can have it. If you played, a, but anyway, yeah. anyway, that inspired me though. Like 
the long and short all I'm getting at is that I bought Last of Us on yeah. my PlayStation 4. It was on sale for 10 bucks. I think it still is. Yeah. And it's the remastered version, so cool. it's re- it looks really good. I mean, I've <clears throat> I've had my PS4 for over a year now and the only game I put any serious time into was Journey, which looks good, but it's like a stylized game and a lot of stylized games just look good because they're not trying to, you know, push any any uh, the specs of the console as much, but The Last of Us really it looks great. It looks like way better than I think it looks better than Horizon Zero Dawn, which everybody said that game was like really great looking and it looks okay, but oh, that's, Last that's, of Us that's just looks surprising. really yeah. good. It's like it nails the post apocalyptic look really well well of just junk everywhere and really like kind of a moody, cloudy environment and like all the ruins. The ruins are so cool in it so far. I haven't gotten too far, but I love like coming across like the I came across two like skyscrapers that are like leaning against each other because they like got bombed and they're just like supporting each other but they haven't fallen over like stuff like that or like a, an exit ramp for the high for the, the highway and it's just like all blasted out and the signs like laying on the ground and it's pretty cool and it it starts out like I don't know if either of you pl- played the game but it just it's a very cinematic game and how it begins is kind of like what the fuck it's just like kind of like. Oh yeah, no, no, the, the no spoilers the for this six-year-old yeah. game, but it, it does really kind of like rip your heart out real early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I played all the way through Last of Us, and I played all the DLC. And Ellie's sexual, Ellie's like homosexuality was completely already represented in that DLC. So none of, none oh, of that DLC, none of that stuff should, should have uh, surprised anybody because she has like a girl. She has like a girl that she hangs out with in the DLC, and it's obvious that they like each other. So I mean, anybody who's surprised by that part is I don't know, didn't play the DLC, I guess. But yeah, no, that's a that's a cool game. It's worth it's worth ten dollars. I played it all the way through. Yeah, you have a lot of. Uh, I mean, you have a lot of stuff waiting for you that's actually a lot cooler than what you saw at the beginning. So yeah, I'm just saying you have a treat left in there if you defeat if you get all the way through it. But yeah, uh, and it has all. It came with all the DLC too. Like that's all included. In, yeah, because uh, it's like a you know ultimate edition, so to speak. So but, it's got all that stuff, yeah. and it, I think it's called Left Behind is the the big DLC pack they came out with. I think so. Yeah, I mean it's been a That's long time a, since it, I played it, but aside, yeah, I, I love yeah. it so far. And I mean, I'm playing my PS4, and I'm I'm remembering why I hated playing PS4 so much <laughs> and why I don't that much because that controller lasts like an hour. Yeah, well, maybe like three, but yeah, it's kind of reminiscent mm-hmm. of the Wii U remote. I think same sort of thing it where it kind of really fast dies pretty quickly, and it has that bright light on it that's just like draining the battery, and you can't turn it off. Yeah, and if you're playing in the dark, it like it like reflects on your TV and all that, and it's annoying. But let's uh, let's get to the direct just because. Uh, whoa, whoa. why are you Wait. assuming that I got nothing? I don't know because you never yeah, get because you never get anything because you don't get anything normally. I got something this week. Yeah, I got a TV. Oh, you bought a TV. Oh, I got TV. I I got one for free. Oh wow! So somebody was not using theirs and gave me a 32 inch TV. So well, that's good. Maybe I uh, setting up my my classic game stations is uh in the future. Well, now you got to get like a TV stand and stuff to hold all your systems. I could, or I could just up wing it and put them on the floor. Put it together. <laughs> yeah, put them on the floor and a, and a couple of uh, milk crates and shit. <laughs> I don't know. Just buy one of those cheap like skinny bookshelves. You can buy you like. Can do that. I mean, at Target, you can buy like cheap TV stands or books or bookshelves that you can make into TV stands. You know, I mean, HD TVs. It's an HD TV, right? You can yeah, get yeah. a tube. Yeah. I mean, those TVs are pretty light, so you can pretty much put them on anything. But that's yeah. cool. You'll you'll have to find a way to uh, find a way to plug in all your systems and have them somehow work on that. So I thought. You know? I mean, you haven't had a TV, but I thought that was more out of like you didn't have space for it, right? Mm. 
Uh, well, no, I just I didn't want the distractions. Oh, so okay. that, that's really what it was, you know. And uh, Switch is enough for me. Yeah. But uh, you know, someone was giving away a TV. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. So I got it. Well, now you can play the Switch on the TV, though. Now I can play it on the TV. Yep. Yeah. So you don't have to, like, use your try one or, you know, you can actually see, like, you know, you can see the games that you like in, in, in TV mode, which is different for some things, you know? That's kind you can, of. The details on Rocket League are crazy on the TV. You can actually see the hair grow on the, the car's beards <laughs> over time. You can see the grass. Oh, wow. You can actually see the grass grow on the field while you're playing. It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> intense. And you can, <laughs> and you can see all the detail in the font when somebody says that you suck in, in the, in yeah. the window. <laughs> Wait, is that Comic Sans? Yeah, I never even noticed. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's good. That's cool. I'm glad you got a TV. But uh, we we've been talking for almost like 40 minutes, and we haven't even got to the direct yet. So I just need to just want to push it around, push it push it along here, so we can actually get to the direct before we have to cut for the topic. I want to make sure we have enough time for the direct. the Nintendo Direct today. We spoiled some of it, I guess, but the internet did too by saying that Fortnite was already in there. But uh, before we get into it, like, what did you guys think as a whole of the Direct? Like, what were your impressions? Uh, I thought it was good overall. I mean, I, I thought it was uh, it was up there. It was definitely Smash Brothers heavy, and I think we were all expecting that. But I was surprised more so by uh, the fact that they didn't really, like, do any sort of cutesy intro or anything like that mm-hmm. no puppets or anything they just got right to it they just started dropping trailers yeah reggie mm-hmm. appeared i think once and uh, very briefly yeah he was very at the beginning went back part to more trailers and there's no bill trinan based skit well they haven't done that for a while though <laughs> no I bill trinan getting getting lost somewhere i mean he was out there he was out there doing his translations and stuff but yeah it was a it was definitely a lot of shit piled into one thing and it was 40 it was like 40 minutes but as we said like at the top of the show it was like all Smash Brothers mostly. I mean, 25 it was like, minutes of Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. 40 minutes. So. Yeah, I, I feel like they're really, I mean, what there was that mech game that was new, and then I guess the DLC for Xenoblade, but nothing yeah. else really surpri- was like a surprise. Well, I wait. guess Fortnite was supposed to be, but... Wait, though. Yeah. There was. was like, Ninjala was oh, on I guess over, over, uh, Overcooked 2 is on there. No, you're skipping yeah. all of them. Super 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 Mario Party. That was the surprise in there. Oh, that was a surprise. Oh, right. okay. That was the game that I predicted, or that I said that I wanted more than Smash Brothers, was a Mario Party game, and that was my favorite thing of the whole show. And they barely showed any of it. And it's coming out in October, and I don't even think they're. I don't even know if they're doing a Treehouse demo of it. Hopefully, I like they do. It. I, I'm intrigued by them sitting the. Uh, the switches down and like st- putting them next to each other and that making the game board. Yeah, that's a new, that's a different and added mode. But what I'm intrigued by is that they're they're returning to the original board game stuff of Mario Party. There's no car. Like you can actually, you're like it's you on the board 
as yourself, like buying stars and all that, and you're separate. And there's going to be some sort of new, like, special dice mechanic or whatever. But it's very, like, I read it, and it's like, it's pretty much a reboot of Mario Party. That's why they're not calling it Mario Party 11. They're starting it over again, but it's going back to the, the board game stuff that I love. I didn't see any talk of online. It probably still won't have online, but I'm excited about it. So that was, like, my favorite reveal of the whole thing. Yeah, they didn't mention online, and that's got me worried because... You think that was something they would tout from the get go if it was yeah. on, you know? Yeah. And finally, we added online mode to Mario Party. Yeah, I'm guessing if I was betting, I would bet that it doesn't have it. <laughs> if I was putting money on it, just because. I mean, it... I would say so. I would say for the direct, I liked it okay, but to me, it didn't have that same glitz and glamour to it as it has in the past. And really, like, it's kind of funny. It's like be careful what you wish for type of scenario, but. Mm-hmm. By Nintendo giving us what we want, it's almost boring. Like, yeah. you know, we're, we'll talk about Smash Brothers more later, but mm-hmm. basically, Smash Brothers like everything that people wanted it to be, and because of that, yeah. it's almost boring. Yeah, there's you know no. What I mean, I, I understand what you're getting at. There's no like weird, uh, weird Nintendo decision that's like, what the fuck? Like, why are you doing uh-huh. this? Like, what is this weird thing that you're doing? But I mean, I guess. Yeah, it it was kind of, I mean, aside from leaks and stuff, it was kind of predictable, you're right. But I mean, I'm fine with what they're doing with Smash. Like, I, that's exactly what I want. Like, Ultimate Smash with everybody in there? Hell yeah. I mean, that's, I'm cool with that. He even said, it also, <laughs> almost, it almost sounded like he, maybe he didn't mean, intend it that way in, it, through the translator, but he said, you know, I hope you will, I hope you will enjoy that we focused on putting all these characters in it and you won't be disappointed. There aren't a whole lot of new challenges. Like he even said that. Yeah. Like, yeah. He said that and I the, was kind of like, what? Why, why would you even say that? Just, you know, yeah. just give the people what they want and just let it go. So. I feel like he was kind of trying to be like, uh, I, I felt like he was being like, uh, it, it, it took us a long time to put all these guys in here. So, uh, don't bitch about new characters or something. They also mentioned, yeah, kind of off the cuff, but, but it's like, and every time we add more characters, it becomes harder to program Kirby. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I, I like that where it's like, and we have to like balance all of these Kirby copy abilities. Uh-huh. But but there's probably like, yeah. I mean, we were playing, the Jeremy and I were playing Smash Brothers last night on Wii U online. And like, uh, there's like already 50 some characters on there. So they're probably almost like 60 now, right? With the, with it looks the like 64 was, uh, yeah. yeah. The number for, for Inkling. But it's 65 because uh, Ridley, spoilers, uh-huh. was, uh, yeah. was announced at the very end of it. So he's on there now. And there's also Echo characters and whatnot. But uh, let's, uh, do you guys just want to like run through the first part really quick and then do Smash Brothers? Yeah, just run through the different sure, yeah. It's kind of, a lot of it we don't really have to talk about for very long because some, because it was not really up there for very long. So right, the, they, uh, these are like trailers were like less than a minute each. So yeah. There was a really weird trailer at the very beginning called Damon X Machina. It was, it was a game that was made by the guy who made Fate Extella. Kenichiro Tsukuda did it. And uh, I didn't play Fate Extella, but apparently he's doing another game. I thought the, the graphical style actually kind of reminded me of No More Heroes, like the way that, that it was kind of cell shaded and like a, and sort of like a faded, like a faded tone. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. But it's like some sort of mech fighting game with giant robots and stuff. That one was kind of like, okay, like I can't really tell what it is, but it had this like crazy like metal soundtrack going on and all that, like in the background. That was weird. So then there was that. And then after that, it jumped to, uh, xenoblade chronicles prequel dlc i guess and that i mean did, did you get that impression from it because it had some of the characters from there but it, it made it feel i felt like it happens before whatever did you get that impression or was that just me yeah i don't know if it was i didn't think it was a prequel of torna of torna golden country i thought maybe it happened before because they talked about these like 
Titans that had been killed or whatever, and maybe they die in this one. I don't know. I just got an idea that maybe it was a prequel. It totally. would be hard to put a prequel into this because then it would have to. You would either have to stand alone or. It is a standalone though. There's no character. Oh, I it mean, is. If you looked at the main characters, they're in there. They're not like Rex isn't in there. Like uh, whatever that other girl, the the booby girl, she's not in there. And <laughs> like all the main, like none of the main characters are in it. Like it's it's all it's all new characters. It's all new, like blades, as far as I know. So I, I was under the impression that it takes place before all of that, which I may be wrong, but, um, but I didn't, I didn't recognize any characters that I knew from the game. But I haven't played through all the games, so I don't know. But I would think Rex would be in there, but Rex isn't in there. So and like the the giant tiger thing isn't in there, and the girl, the tiger girl, isn't in there either. So I wonder if that means that you, what you've done so far, isn't even going to matter if it's a side story. Yeah, I think it's, it's a, its own. I thing. think it is because the map. Didn't like I didn't recognize any of the maps that were on there from the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 game, and like I said, all the characters were different. And it's even called like Xenoblade Chronicles 2. What was it? Uh, Torno, Torno Golden Torno Country. Torno the Golden Country. Yeah, Torno the Golden Country. It's supposed to come out in September, but I think it's probably part of the uh, Ultimate Edition. Whatever you did when you played uh, paid for the season pass, because I know there was supposed to be like an extra story in there. But as far as I know, none of the main characters are in there. So I don't know. It, it seemed prequely to me, but who knows? And then they, uh, and then they show like a little bit of Pokemon. Let's go. Um, they say that you get Mew if you buy the Pokemon Plus. If you buy the Pokeball Plus controller, that was a new thing that we hadn't seen. And then they jump past that. They show Super Mario Party, and apparently, yeah, you can play with two with two Switch screens. There's like a mode on there like that, so you can kind of do like what John was saying, like having like put it down like as a board, which they did a little bit in Mario Party 10. But now it's like without amiibo, thankfully. So it looks cool. With they they were playing some mini game where they were on, you know, a tanks, and mm-hmm. you could go from one, you know, go across the screen to the other screen, and, and yeah. it affected the shape of the battlefield. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that old tank that that tank battle mode from like Mario Party Two, where you're uh-huh. like the 3D where you're shooting the tanks except top down instead of like behind the tank. Kind of reminded me of that game. But yeah, it looked like there was a lot of like motion control stuff in there still, like you know people like wiggling the 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 joy cons around in there but i'm fine with it i'm uh happy to see a new mario party game for switch so it's a definite definite buy for me looks like rosalina's returning yeah she is in there and bowser's in there too i know that you can be a goomba in this one yeah there's a goomba so that's interesting i don't think he's been a playable character before not in anything besides odyssey that i can think of Uh, i I feel like a lot of the special costume in a mario maker yeah I feel like a lot of the stuff that was um, unveiled in the direct was like stuff that's coming out this year, but uh, there was a couple things that aren't like uh, like the next thing they unveiled Fire Emblem finally the Fire Emblem for Switch didn't really show a whole lot about that, but but they kind of like you know gave you the graphical style. Thankfully, it's not called a lustrous daybreak or whatever that some some idiot like fake fake leaked it and said that that was what it was called. It was like the stupidest name of all time. It's called uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and I don't so know if you it's probably a much smaller map than the last one. Because they're three houses. They're just three houses. <laughs> and they're not countries. Do you think it's like the three, uh, you know, like lance, sword, uh, spear, whatever whatever the three things oh, are? The, tri- the pyramid? It's a lance, sword, and spear. Um, no. No, lance and spears. Is the you don't think the, th- the three houses are the three um, weapon types? I figured it had... I was thinking that figure that it had to do with, like, warring families or whatever. <laughs> like a Game of Thrones style stuff. Like a lot of their stuff is like that. Like the um the Fire Emblem Fates was like that, where like they had the three different versions and they're all different paths that you take, depending on one or the other. But I don't know. I noticed in the trailer there's a lot of running of the main character and I wondered if they were gonna do kind of a thing like they did with Echoes, where like you can run around through a three D world and get attacked and go into like a 
turn-based battle after that. I was curious, because there's like three shots of the main character just running. Like, which I was like, why are you showing that? Is it because you don't have enough footage or? But I mean, it, it looks cool. I mean, this is the first, like, it's the first, like, a console Fire Emblem we've had since GameCube. So, I mean, the graphics should look pretty good, you know, for it. But yeah, it looks really good, actually. It piqued yeah. my interest. I might get this game. Yeah. I mean, it's turn based strategy. I don't know if you'd be into that or not. It's kind of like RPGing, but more chess type stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. The whole thing, like, you can apparently walk, walk around freely and, Going to towns like I don't know, it looks interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't show a whole lot of it, and it's doesn't it doesn't have a release date yet, but it's not coming out till next year. So I was kind of surprised they showed it, but I guess they wanted to say like, here, here's what we got so far. We got a name. It was like spring 2019, I think is what they had for it. So there's still some way, some time to wait on that one. But it looks yeah, nice. It might not be out. We saw next yeah. E3. Yeah, you're right. It might not. No, probably because E3 will be summer unless they. Uh, Unless they delay it again. But yeah, it looked cool from what we saw. We didn't really see a whole lot of it, so it's hard to really say on that. Uh, then you get a really quick trailer of Fortnite with them running down with uh, you know their shopping carts and whatnot. That's out today. We talked about that already. Uh, Overcooked 2, that was another thing that was leaked, but that's official now. There's a sequel to that. I did watch... So that, that's a multi-platform game, isn't it? I don't know. I, I, I thought... I, I don't know. Because I watched... I think it was on Steam. But Overcooked... But, is overcooked too? Maybe they're getting like a early release. I know they are for the one after this, the one the one that was shown after it. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's a overcooked two. Apparently, overcooked one was really good. The original, I mean, the original one was on PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and Switch. But as far as the sequel, I don't know. I mean, I figured it's it's on all systems, but there's an online. It's only been overcooked's only been announced for the Switch so far, according to this other article I'm reading. Okay. Polygon, so I figured it might so be. It's getting announced for the Switch first. So that's cool. yeah. I figured it Is might that, be. Like that's a... probably where they've sold the most copies of it, just like a lot of other indie games. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I figured it was like most games where uh, they, it's like or, or, I think it's just like a time release, maybe, and like maybe they uh-huh. just haven't just talked about other stuff. But there, there's online mode on this. There's like a single player. I watched I watch some of the demo stuff from Treehouse, and it actually looks really cool. There's, like, a map. Oh, yeah, it looks really fun. Yeah, there's a world map, like, uh, Super Mario World, where you go around and you go to different stages, and you play, like, in different kitchens, and, like, the kitchens are changing, and it looked like a lot of fun. Like, I haven't played the first one, but I'll, I'd, I'll wait for the second one and get that one now. Yeah, one of these days I want to do, like, a thing where I play these cooking games and then tell you if, how they are compared to really being in a kitchen because like this <laughs> i don't think you know most, ga- most games don't at all and, and they're not going to but this actually just watching that demo it reminded me of the kitchen a little bit like yelling at each other like for <laughs> things and like people taking your stuff when you don't want them to or you know so actually putting stuff in the wrong place play this game after work well, I've never played the first Overcooked, so but this one intrigues me. But yeah, I just I'm just saying like it reminded me like they were making a salad and she's like, I need that cucumber, bring that cucumber and it's yeah. like I've totally been on a line before where I've been making something and I'm like Where's the cucumber? Hey, I need those cucumbers. <laughs> where the hell are those cucumbers you said you're gonna have cut up for me? Like Yeah, right. That happens, man. It's kinda cool. Like and, and you get like frustrated with each other because you have to get that food out the door. Mm. Or your chef's going to yell at you. But it, And it wouldn't be like too close to home for you? You wouldn't be like, I don't want to play this because it reminds me of work. I mean, I didn't make recipes in uh, Breath of the Wild for a while because of that, but eventually <laughs> I had to. Yeah. Well, all you have to do is just cook uh, those hearty mushrooms and you're fine. Yeah. Or the hearty radishes. <laughs> That's all you really need to make in that game. Don't bother with anything else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it looked cool. Like, I really like the, um, I like the online multiplayer, like the online co-op. So that's cool. And yeah, it looked like it'd be a lot of fun. It's a two-player game, and it's cool that there's like a two-player story mode on there of sorts, you know, like an adventure, whatever. So I'm into playing it. It's uh, 
I think it had a release date for like August, right? Or something. Yeah. It's like kind of around the corner. August 7th. Yeah. So that was interesting. But uh, the other one, this one was leaked too, but the one after that, Killer Queen, which is a game that you can play at the Logan Arcade, which we, which we, uh, is an ar- barcade next to, or close to my apartment. Yeah. This did, this one did surprise me actually, because, yeah. I don't know. I didn't expect to see it on consoles. I thought this was going to stick to the arcade, the niche market of the arcade where it was created. Yeah. Right. And this one is, uh, is coming to Switch first. They did say that, like it's like a timed exclusive, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's an eight-player game, so it's like a, I guess, online eight-player game, four versus four. And I've been really intrigued by it. They have like whole leagues for Killer Queen, like at Logan. Like it looks like a super amped-up joust. Kind yeah, of. it's it's a huge game. Like people fucking love that game. Like it's almost like I mean, not like Fortnite levels, but like for like barcades, like people love the shit out of that game. I always see people playing it. They have like league nights where people come in and compete, like. On it, and they're and, playing on these like eighty-inch screens, and yeah, and it looks some of the cabinets are like two screens, and there are people on opposite sides. Yeah, yeah, they're split like they're split where there's like four on each side, and yeah, and you're like uh, there, there's like you you have different classes that you play as, right? Pretty much like each different yep. character does a different thing, like one person's protecting the queen or whatever. I haven't played it, but I'll totally play this one. I'll play Killer Queen on uh, on the Switch, and I don't have to go to the arcade and play it. And if it's got online mode especially, which I don't know if it will, but... Oh, it does. I mean, it would have to. How else would you play 8-player? You'd have to find... Oh, you're right. You'd have to find seven other people with Switches to come to your house. Like, this wouldn't be possible, you know? I mean, maybe you know a lot of people with Switches, but it's just not really practical. I'm pretty sure they said online multiplayer. It'd be silly if it wasn't. But yeah, that one kind of like... You know, was like, oh yeah, you know, there it is, Killer Queen Black. I mean, I don't know. It's a uh, that just had a 2018 time. It didn't have an actual day, but yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I like the way the the HD sprites looked really neat. Be interested to play it. And then uh, Hollow Knight was announced after that. You know, has all the DLC, 15 bucks, pretty cheap, fun to play. I talked about it earlier. Um, they talked about Octopath for a second. There's going to be a new demo that comes out when it releases on the 13th. I'm buying the game, so I don't need to worry about the demo. Yeah, but... which which lets you pick up where you left on the last save, which is crazy. I don't know if I've ever had two demos of one game before, especially like that would synchronize with each other that oh, way. Oh, do they? I didn't. I didn't read that. I didn't read that. Yeah, like the demos do, or the game does too. The full game. Well, all of it. So the second demo would let you pick up where you left off on the previous demo until this demo's done. Oh, okay. But all your your you would carry over. Oh, with the um. What was it? The Bravely Default games did that to a point. Like you could you could carry stuff from your demo over to the regular game. Well, no, I know that, but I'm saying this carries one demo over to the next demo. Oh, that's so yeah. It's that's two weird. separate demos that offer the second demo offers more gameplay mm. and lets you continue what you did in the first demo. But you you get to keep your two characters then, right? Or you get right. to? Well, they don't really. I mean, they don't really meet. No, they do meet up when they meet up. It like ends, but you can carry them over, like, and then be a part of whatever. That's that's cool. I didn't I didn't know that. But yeah, I'm I'm still excited about Octopath. It looks super pretty and uh it's just around the corner. It's like uh the what is it like about exactly a month away from now. So we got that coming up. Oh, and, and there was the other Octo surprise news. Yeah, that wasn't in the direct, but I guess we can mention it. If you what was watch, well in the uh, in the Splatoon well, It was in the Sizzle Reel, right? No, it was in uh it was in the Splatoon two uh competition is when it was announced. Oh wait, are you talking about the Splatoon stuff? Yeah, it wasn't the Sizzle Reel. Oh, the Sizzle Reel they showed they showed it, but they yeah. didn't re- show the release date until they didn't announce the release date until the the competition. Yeah, so I I watched the Splatoon two competition and yeah. they the the main Splatoon guy in his uh, lab coat came out and he announced that the Octo the whole like Octo expansion is coming out tomorrow. So they jumped tomorrow, the gun. Nice. Yeah, so now it's out. So yeah, that's cool. So I now I have to like beat the single player on Splatoon so I can get so I can get the Octo expansion for tomorrow. 
That's what I was going to try to do if I, if I can. But yeah, that was a cool surprise where he's like, oh, hey, we're dropping it early. It's coming out right now. Or right now is in like tomorrow. You said something along the lines of, can you please just wait one more day? Yeah. <laughs> but that was a cool, that was a nice little thing at the end of the Splatoon championship where he's like, oh, yeah, Octo expansion coming out now. So that's dope. I mean, I like that they're still adding stuff to it. And there's like, it looked like there were some new weapons in there too that they had showed that are going to be added. Oh, yeah. And new amiibo also. There's new Octoling amiibo coming out as sure. well. So there was that that happened. Also, uh, Starlink. Did you guys look at any of that stuff? Starlink. Other than I, other than watching the uh, Ubisoft press conference. Yeah. No. Did you get any idea of what it is? It kind of looks like Star Fox, right? I know Star Fox is in it. Yeah, I think I it's... saw. I didn't try it, but I, I saw the actual uh, game running, and I saw the toy. The toy looks really cool. Yeah, but it's, it's not um, an amiibo, right? It's just a Star Fox toy. Sorry? Isn't it an amiibo? I'm not clear on that. I know that you can like take it apart and add things to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to find out more tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I was curious about that because I thought it was amiibo, but it didn't look like an amiibo. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, if it's like Star Fox and Star Fox is in it, I'll try it out. I don't know. I know it's like a co-op. And it's like it's like a co-op flying thing or something like that. So they they really browsed over it in the uh, thing. But I guess did did they get more in depth in it in the Ubisoft presentation? There was a second trailer that was released and. I watched it today. Um, I didn't pay too close attention to it, but mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely looks like they're making a big push with this game as a, a new IP. And um, I think the style looks really cool too. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know this detailed sci-fi world, but it's kind of cartoony. Looks a little Fortnitey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm 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 into it. I'm I'm on the line. They got to reel me in, but I'm mm-hmm. on the line. Did were you surprised at all that uh, Star Fox Grand Prix wasn't announced? Because I wasn't. <laughs> no, not once the I found yeah, out yeah, Star Fox. I was like, yeah, yeah there's no. I, I was pretty sure that wasn't real, but what I was surprised yeah. was, I mean, if, if we're talking about surprises now, I'm surprised that uh, we didn't hear anything about Metroid Prime Four. I don't think we're going to though. I think it's going to happen too late next year, so they're waiting. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. There was no. There was no Metroid Prime. Uh, there was no Yoshi. Like I was kind of disappointed that uh, we didn't see any of the Yoshi, the Yoster in his new cardboard house and all that. Mm-hmm. They didn't show any of that. I figured that one could have been done by this year, but I guess not. I mean, there's no mention of like uh, more online stuff or like you know whatever. Yeah, that's a big one. But I think they're going to do a whole direct for that when it gets closer to that. I think that's going to be a different thing. That's the thing about Nintendo. Like they do so many directs every year that it's like they can kind of spread this shit out. Like they don't need to show yeah. all of it at E3. You know, they'll just. They've kind of like gone with the approach where they're like, let's just demo like one game, really. And they're just pushing Smash Brothers, you know, because that's their big Christmas yeah. game, which we find found out in this direct is coming out in December. Which, yeah. So yeah. in a way, that's good because it used to feel like, you know, when you're a kid, you know, when Christmas, it was the day after Christmas. You're like, oh, man, Christmas is going to be another year away. That's how I used to feel yeah. about Nintendo's E3 presentations. But now yeah. I'm just thinking like. They're going to do a direct in two months, and it's going to have new stuff in it. And yeah. It's going to be – there's not going to be a whole bunch of, like, glitz and glamour surrounding it. It's just going to be mm-hmm. pure information yep. in that Nintendo way. So That's how they do the, things. So E3 is cool, but it doesn't – yeah, it doesn't make or break things anymore, I don't think, no. like it used to. No. Yeah, it's it's very much like you don't really need to – they don't need to tell you everything that they're doing. They're just going to tell you whatever's like coming out soon, which is great because there's so many other conferences uh-huh. where you just <laughs> – where you see games – like what have we seen like Spider-Man like five times like from Sony and it's finally coming yeah, out this year. Watching those other conferences just reminds you of like we're glad Nintendo's not doing some of that cheesy stuff anymore. 
Yeah, Do, yeah. What about booth babes? I was going to ask you, John. Like, are I there booth, they, is booth babes even a thing anymore? I thought they didn't exist anymore. Um, I mean, there's definitely a, like attractive people representing the games, but, um, but it's not just like as far as people being women. like sexed up and, and yeah. bikinis and uh-huh. you know that kind of thing, I've not seen too much of that. There's, of course, there's like people who dressed as characters from the games and the games happen to be or not happen well, to be are purposefully designed that way. Sure. But, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that there's booth babes as they once existed. Mm. Right. I mean, I feel like they, I feel like they kind of got shut down a while ago or people just kind of stopped doing it like a, like quite a few years ago, like at least like yeah. six years ago, seven years ago. I don't know. Like where it's yeah. like you know because they had the girls that were like tied to DSs and stuff like that from Nintendo and yeah they I feel like they stopped doing that a long time ago maybe when they like started opening it to the press or whatever yeah stopped doing, I don't know well like when I was at the booth today opening I mean, it to the public I mean th- there's attractive women there too but it's not just women anymore it's it's men are also booth attendants and I, I don't think that it's a requirement that you know they have to be all attractive women anymore sure well uh, after Starlink. They did uh, Arena of Valor, whatever that is. They skipped that. That's like kind of like a MOBA type thing or something, isn't it? I don't know. It went, it, they went over it real quick. doesn't really matter. I won't get it. They showed Donkey Kong for uh, Mario and Rabbids. That comes out on the 26th of this month, so it's kind of around the corner. They showed some Minecraft stuff. They showed Minecraft guys swimming. Did you know about that? That you can do underwater stuff now, Jeremy? You've been watching Minecraft more it's than It's in I the have. expansion, yeah. Yeah, and the... Uh, what is it called? Like the litter box edition or something? Uh, bedrock. Bedrock. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I thought there was a box in there. I mean, it obviously isn't. Litter, you're thinking, litter like, box you're thinking of a box of fruity pebbles. Yeah, bed bedrock bed edition. Rock. Yeah. So they showed a uh, it. And like one thing I noticed, it was new. Was like just showing them swimming. So I'm like, oh yeah, underwater combat, right? There's like, going like to be underwater. Hunter. Yeah, combat. There's new underwater enemies, and there's like temples underwater too. Oh, okay. Do, can you breathe underwater automatically, or do you have to like craft some sort of like scuba suit to go underwater? I think yeah, there's some sort of yeah, there's some sort of item that helps you replenish your air. Yeah, are you are you like craft like a snorkel or something like that? That I don't know. That makes sense. There's there's a flying suit too. Like it's basically makes you into like a flying squirrel. Oh, that's I can't remember what that suit's called, but yeah, so it's probably something similar, but for water. Where you can like glide through the water faster or mm. lose your lose your air slower. And is that coming out this month or next month? This month. Okay. Yeah, it's like around the, the corner, right? It's like weeks. right at the end. Yeah. So yeah, there was a uh, Minecraft was shown real quick. Um, showed a little bit of Sushi Striker even, which is already out. It's like oh yeah, Sushi Striker, it's out. Which uh, I thought was funny on the on the topic of Sushi Striker. It's actually cheaper if you get it on 3ds and probably better is it? because of the control. It's yeah. forty bucks on on 3ds and fifty on Switch. Is it essentially the same game? It is, but I mean, I think the 3DS is probably the better version because it makes more sense to play it with a stylus than an analog yeah. stick to me. I don't think I'm going to get either one unless there's a sale, but I mean, it kind of makes more sense for 3DS. I had just forgotten that. I was like, oh yeah, no, it's cheaper. It's like full price 3DS, so it's 10 bucks cheaper on that. But uh, yeah, it shows that. They showed uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, which is a game I really, really want to play. I haven't played it for PS4. I'm really excited for that coming to Switch. Even though I know I know a lot of people played it already, but I think people really want to play it on the go, of course. And I think it's a beautiful fighter. I don't really, I don't really watch Dragon Ball, but I like uh, fighting games and I like great animation, and that's both on there. And I was kind of mad that that one was like super skipped too. It's just like, oh yeah, Dragon Ball Z fighters, uh, boom, next thing. 
Like they, I think all they showed was the title. Like they barely even showed any of the footage whatsoever. They showed like Goku, Goku hit like one guy, and that was it. So, but that's that's on there. That was leaked also, unfortunately. Then there was like a whole bunch of stuff. It just kind of went through a whole bunch of really crazy stuff. But Pixar, they did like a was it um that dance game which is releasing for the past three Nintendo systems, which is hilarious. It's coming out for uh, what's it called? The Ubisoft dance game. Just Dance. Yeah, Just Dance is coming out for Wii, Wii U, and Switch. <laughs> All three of the last Nintendo, three Nintendo systems. Just Dance 2019, right? Yeah. The yeah. New, yeah, the new Just version. Dance 2019 is coming out on Wii 2006. So, That's what Ubisoft yeah. led out there, uh, led their conference with, is the Just Dance game. Did they? There's a huge dance number where like of all, course. The, all the people in costumes started dancing like outside the arena. Of course they did. So there's a, like a, a person with a panda head that was like the lead dancer and kind of like he had the baton and everything like a marching band would have mm-hmm. the person in the front. And it's just a really like complex musical number that Ubisoft led with for just, just dance. Yeah. In fact, Ubisoft's whole presentation was like super good. Like compared to all the other ones I watched, mm-hmm. it had the most like it was the most like showboaty. Of all of them, and it managed to like because they're such a quirky, silly company. Like they can just be silly and it's sure. great. Yeah, I mean they do like rabbits and stuff like that. So uh, there's, I just want to run through a couple stuff real quick. Um, this uh, they showed a uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker that's still coming out. Uh, Ninjala, that game looked interesting. It's kind of like a yeah, I sword, tried that one, like a sword fighting uh, Splatoony looking thing. Because I know there's like ink and stuff. Is that by them? Is that first party? No. It's by another company. I forget their name, but definitely, uh, yeah, everyone's right on the uh, on the Splatoon influence. It really looks a lot <laughs> like Splatoon. Yeah, even in the the menus and all that stuff, very like graffiti looking. It's pretty fun to play. It's like basically seems like the main mechanic is you can run on the walls. You can like run on all the different sides of the buildings. Oh, okay. So it's kind That's of a cool. parkour game. Yeah, um, but there's like a sword fighting ish thing, right? It looks like you're fighting with the um, wrapping paper tubes. Yeah, you're fighting with these like uh, like inflatable looking like baseball bats, which they were giving those away at the show. Uh, you get an inflatable baseball bat, but um, yeah. So the thing is, I, I was having trouble ex- understanding exactly like the core mechanics of, of the game. Um, still has me intrigued, but the lady was telling me you have to chew chew the bubble gum and like blow a bubble, mm. and the bubble somehow is like the source of uh, your powers. And I only played it for about three minutes, so I, I still don't have a clear idea exactly yeah. what what the central idea of the game is. But I know that I was blowing a bubble, I was running around, I was hitting somebody with a bat, and I could run up and down the walls and uh, so along the side of the So you're just a hyperactive child. Yeah, I'm a hyperactive <laughs> child. That's you exactly the point Shooting gum, running around with a bat, running up and down the yeah. walls. Yeah. You get yep. your sugar, you run up walls, you know, it's a regular, <laughs> regular thing. Yeah, I, you should uh, check out that one again tomorrow if you can see if uh, yeah, I'll get a better get idea of it, but I'm, it. I'm still... I still like it. Um, my one critique was I thought the camera was pretty; it was too sensitive. Oh, okay. Like, well, hopefully, it doesn't do a that. great job of trailing behind you at, at a proper angle, and hmm. then when you try to adjust it, it just goes whoop, whoa, like way too far. Oh, well, hopefully, you can adjust that, like make it make yeah. it less sensitive or something. But yeah, no, that one looked interesting. There was like a bunch of them they showed like for half a second almost. Ark Survival Evolved. That was like a uh, first-person shooter game where you're like fighting dinosaurs. So that interesting thing about that game, um, do you remember uh, Jason Segelke? We went to college with him. Yeah. Is he working his, on it? No, his brother Jeff works for that company that makes ARC. They, he uh, he played the beta of it for a long time and got really into it and um, ended up like befriending the developers and 
they just hired him to like move out to where the company is and oh. like live there. I think it's in Seattle wow. to live there and work with them at the company and promoting it and stuff. So, are you still in touch with him? Yeah. Could you? We should have him on the show, like when it around around the release time. That's a good idea. We should keep that in mind. Yeah, I, I think he'd probably do it. Yeah, he was at last time I seen him was at Dan's wedding, so. Mm. He doesn't come to Champagne very often, but I think, yeah. yeah but Last I knew him. he was moving to Seattle. This was just about a month or two ago that he mm-hmm. said that. Yeah, we could just we could just Skype him in. That'd be a cool That'd be a cool thing to have. Like, I, it looked interesting. I mean, I thought, I was like, I'd play that maybe. I don't know. It's supposed to be one of the most like resource-intensive games on the PC, so I'm interested to see how it works on the Switch. Yeah, well, they can make it work, right? Um, so yeah, it showed that real quick. Uh, some game called Carcassonne with like uh, cards that you put down and built a map. I don't know what that is. Uh, FIFA, FIFA's getting a sequel, even though a lot of people were pissed off about FIFA 18. But I guess FIFA 18 is getting a big update. Also, it said it showed a little mm-hmm. update thing in the corner, so maybe they're going to try to fix that. I don't know. I don't play FIFA, but uh, <laughs> those games are on there. It's weird that EA is just doing FIFA and they haven't. I'm really, I find it so weird that they're not doing Madden or something like that. You know, like yeah. it's. I find it weird that they're not embracing the Switch because a lot of people are selling stuff on Switch. Like I like Madden. I mean, I would, I would maybe get it. I don't know. You know, I like those games, but I don't, I don't know. I figured they would go for that one too, or try like another one. Speaking of which, 2K, whatever, 2K18 is like on sale for like twenty bucks. If you want to buy a sixty dollar game for really cheap, you can, you can do that on the Switch. But um, yeah, the FIFA. There was another game called Wasteland Two. I don't even remember what that was. Um, That's the sequel to Wasteland. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Paladins, they showed a little bit of that, which actually, that dropped after we did our last show. That was another one that was like rumored with Fortnite, but they just automatically just threw it up on the eShop, which is really weird because Paladins is a $30 game right now, but apparently it's going to become free eventually. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you know, like weird. pay $30 now for an early access where you get all this extra shit, or you wait for it to be free, and then you don't get the stuff, I guess. But I have a feeling that, I mean, Paladin's releasing on the same day as Fortnite, and Fortnite being free. I have a feeling that they probably got swamped by Fortnite. Like, I mean, who would... They're similar. I know it's like, they're sort of different. It's like a first-person... Uh, it's like kind of like an Overwatch-type game, I guess, where you have different like classes that you can play as or whatever. But I just don't see it like selling that much. For one, it's 30 bucks, And for one, it came out on the same day as Fortnite, and Fortnite's free. You know, if you need a if you need some sort of online multiplayer, I figured people would just go straight to Fortnite. But but yeah, Paladins was on there for a second. They showed a little bit of Dark Souls, but still no release date for Dark Souls. What the fuck, guys? Didn't they give a release date? Yeah, I thought they said, said summer. Oh, said summer twenty eighteen. They just said yeah. summer twenty eighteen. Still no, no release date. Release date because it was no supposed to date. come out when with the other, or we thought it was going to come out with the other console it was gonna which it did not it was yeah it was originally it was originally scheduled for the 27th and it didn't come out then so yeah maybe they're having some trouble uh like possessing all those dark souls amiibos i i don't know maybe well i mean because when we had Corey on the show about pax east he said it ran really well and like it was all like looked like it was all ready to go but i guess not but yeah no they showed like a couple seconds of it said summer 2018 still no release date that's kind of troubling i don't know I don't know what's going on with that, but still no information about Dark Souls. That's kind of a that's kind of a bummer, actually. I figured they would have like given in a, given a release date, but no. With S and K Heroines was on there September seventh. Fallout um, Shelter. Fallout Shelter, yeah, that's out now. It's free. Um, I don't really care about Fallout, so I didn't. Even, you want to play a three or four year old uh, mobile game? Yeah, right. Have at it. Yeah, that's on there. Um, speaking of things that didn't have a release date that should have though, uh, the world ends with you was on there. And it showed a little bit of that, but still no release date. It said fall 2018. Yeah. 
Uh, Wolfenstein 2, we already know that's coming out in a couple weeks. That That's on there. Um, Mega Man 11. Yeah, Mega Man, Mega Man 11. That's uh, at the beginning of October. Tennis Aces, of course, was on there. Like a week or two. Yeah, there was another game that I wrote down, but I can't read it. <laughs> it says, uh, Monster it says, Hunter Generations Ultimate? Yeah, it's Monster Hunter. You're right. Yeah, I tried that one. Oh, you did? Oh, you got to play it? I got to play that one. Yeah, it was just the first time I ever played a Monster Hunter game. So that was pretty, it was all right. I mean, I mean, you can, me, pl- it seems a little like, you know, hack and slashy, button mashy. Uh, not really. Yeah. It's so it'll feel like it, but Monster Hunter games are like super complex, apparently. It's like all about like, it's basically about like fighting bosses over and over again. And it's all about preparing yeah. for each monster. And you can actually, if you want, if you get on your Japanese account, if you have one, you can get a Monster Hunter demo for the Switch. It's actually been out for a long time. And you can play it on your Switch. I actually still have it on my Switch. So if you want to play it at home, you can play it at home. <laughs> the same, yep. even before it was announced, there was a demo on the Japanese site. So you can go check that out. But, uh, yeah, Monster Hunter is an interesting game. Like, I have, like, three or four Monster Hunter games. I've mentioned it before. I can't really get into it. But apparently it's all about, like, the online multiplayer of it and, like, mm-hmm. preparing for your battles and, like, make sure you're carrying enough potions and, like, and you have to, like, sharpen your blades and make sure they're all sharp. And there's little cat characters that you can come yeah. around that help you. It's like, I don't know. I really, I wish I could get into it, but I just can't. Maybe I figured maybe Monster Hunter World would bring me into it, but I just haven't. I don't know. I haven't brought myself to buy that game. But yeah, I got kind of the same impression from playing it. I felt like it was not a game that demos well. It does. Like no. was, first yeah. of all, it was the impression that I was left with. You know, was apparently the wrong one. That that you're you just hit the button on the the monster over and over again, uh, which is like, why don't you just die already? It took like twenty fucking minutes to kill this. Yeah. Whatever I mean, it is. Um, you, you do, you do, but there's also a lot of strategy to it. Cause you have to like, later in the game, you have to like memorize the tells of the monsters to know when to dodge and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you can jump on them and ride them and stuff like that. Or at least you could in, in a four or whatever. I don't know. I, I, I lose track of which one's which, but there was stuff where there's aerial combat. There were also ones where you had like, the one on the Wii, there was like water combat, like Monster Hunter Try. You could like fight in the water on that. But yeah, yeah it's a, uh, it's, Monster Hunter is a really hard game to get into. Like I find it really unapproachable. Like, like that's probably why I haven't been able to play it for so long. Yeah, because it's like and the other even, thing was there was a lot of menus and stuff. And like, oh yeah, no, there yeah, is. I was trying to tell me, yeah. oh, this is how you assign, uh, you know, a potion to this button and blah blah blah. And it's like this is too much to to learn within this short time span. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's yeah. I know I it kind of. It. it reminds me it of like, like all the, the loud sounds distracting you, and you're like, yeah, I, and not to I mention play. the first. Smash Brothers uh, match was happening right behind me. Yeah, and, uh, and you're like, I don't so care I'm anymore. Like, <laughs> I really was hoping to oh, try this for like five minutes. It ended up being almost a twenty minute demo. Yeah, like it went really long. And then I was like, When's this going to be over? Mm. And then the thing came up and said five minutes left. I'm like, Oh, five minutes. <laughs> but Smash Brothers was going on behind me. I was yeah. trying to watch. You can't just leave uh, the big screen. And yeah. meanwhile, I was the only one. So it's a, there's a, there's like a party in the game, right? So it's mm. you and, and a couple of the people. Yeah. So it was me and then uh, two Capcom reps who are obviously taking their job seriously and yeah. trying to help me through the game and sure. trying to be like, oh, this is how you defeat the monster. Like, I don't uh-huh. care. I just want to get out of here and watch this <laughs> watch the Smash Brothers thing yeah. going on right behind me. It's sure. very distracting. Yeah. So I understand yeah, that. I, I didn't enjoy it very much, but yeah, where you yeah, I can see how if I sat down with it for a little more, I yeah. might uh, enjoy it. But I don't think I really care to. It's a hard, it's a hard game to get into because like 
the basis of the game, I mean, a lot of Breath of the Wild was stolen from uh, Monster Hunter to where, like, you fight monsters and you take, like, stuff from the monsters and you build new, like, equipment out of it that makes you stronger and you can go fight bigger monsters, stuff like that. That's basically the basis of Monster Hunter. And and a lot of it has to do with, like, certain, like, items that you have to get from certain monsters to make certain things. And it gets really complicated in that way. So it's really, like, it's so not an approachable game. So it's, you really have to have, you have to have somebody who knows how to play it, like, kind of, like, ease you into it. It's pretty much from what I heard, and I think that's why I can never really get into it. But uh, speaking of wanting to, like, look at Smash Brothers other than Monster Hunter, those are all the games. They showed Tennis Aces for a second, but uh, let's talk about Smash Brothers. That was the big fucking elephant in the room. We've already talked about it a little bit, but I don't know. I'm totally for it. Like, I love that they're having everybody in there. That's what you should do with fighting games, you know? Like, yeah, just be like, well, here, here's all the fucking dudes. I was really happy that Snake is back. I'm even happy that Pichu's back, you know, like, Ice Climbers are back, like... I love the whole, like, slogan, and you saw a lot of memes out of this, where it's like, everyone is here, and I saw a lot of memes about Waluigi, like, crying because he's not in there. Even though <laughs> even though he is in there, there was a trophy of Waluigi, and you get extra points for killing him. Did you catch that? I thought I thought you'd uh, find that funny, John. Like, oh, uh, I didn't catch that. It's not necessarily Waluigi, but if you, like, assist trophies, like, you know how they come and attack you? If you take them out, like, if you're playing in a point game... You can actually get a point for taking out the assist trophy, and the one that they show you taking out is Waluigi, and then and then you get a point for for killing him. And I thought you get a kick out of that because it's like, oh yes, because they're yeah. like, oh. So they, it's kind yeah. of funny that uh, the Washington Post actually wrote an article about it's the the headline is Waluigi was robbed and humiliated by Nintendo, and his fans are furious. Oh, about getting a point for knocking him out. I thought that was pretty awesome actually, because because uh-huh. I don't care about Waluigi and. Really, if you put Waluigi in there, he's basically going to be like Peach. Like it's going to be like. Actually, I think it'd be kind of funny if he was a, if he was like an Echo character for Peach, <laughs> and it could be a Waluigi outfit or something. Because all he really does is like show up for sporting events. So he's going to have the same sort of move where he can like hit somebody with a racket or a tennis whatever. You know, like what would he have? He has no game. He has no game that like gives him any sort of interesting power or whatever. Like like there's he nothing. Was, he has a DDR Mario mix. DDR Mario mix. They could go back to that. They could do the callback to the DDR Mario mix. I don't know. Have him. I say he throws do some roses. dance moves or something. Yeah, he does do a lot of rose. Mask. He does do a lot of rose stuff in the tennis one, but he doesn't really have. I mean, you gotta make you gotta make Waluigi whatever it's called before you give him a character. I mean, he can't Waluigi even, pinball. Yeah, I mean, I'd play Waluigi pinball. I mean, that was like my favorite level in uh, Mario Kart. But I thought that was funny that they took him out and they're like, oh yeah, you get points now. So yeah, yeah the, meme, the memes are hilarious. One. Mm-hmm. Somebody suggested one time, I think on the forum, that uh, if Waluigi were to get his own game, it should be a dating sim. And for a moment there, I was like, yeah, I would kind of get that. What if you can, like, it'd be funny if it was a dating sim where you're a girl and you have to just avoid a Waluigi. And, and if <laughs> you actually funny. end up dating him, then you lose. And you have to start <laughs> again. Like, it's like, you have to go out of your way to make him, like, to not get into the trap of his, like, romance or whatever. I'd be into that. Where it's like he's the bad guy, and you want to like, if you end up like going on a second date with him, it's over. The game's over. You got to start over again. <laughs> yeah. You, what if they put a, what if they put a Waluigi and Tingle together in a game? They they could be a good team. Yeah. Right. Most they uh, could go oh, around wow. like terrorizing women and children and creeping everybody out in general. I don't know what the game would be, but I bet the cartridge would smell bad. They should put a uh, Slippy and Grippy in there too. <laughs> the, uh, Slippy and Grippy, uh, Tingle and. Waluigi's awful, awful game, awful group of people Waluigi don't keeps like. popping Tingle's balloons with the, the thorns on his roses, and Tingle's like, stop it! <laughs> they should take all of them and put them in uh, Sonic Team Racing, 
and you can be they can be part of Sonic and his shitty friends, the the racing game. He can he, they can hang out with uh, Big the Cat and everybody else. And <laughs> they'd fit well with that team, I think. Crossover, bad Nintendo uh, characters meet bad Sonic characters. That's a great. That'd be a great game. Waluigi versus Big the Cat. Do At it. the shitty Olympics. <laughs> yeah, do it. But yeah, no, that was in there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think of like a. Uh, it's Smash Brothers Ultimate. I mean, it's basically it's kind of a rehash of the Wii U one, but they tweaked a lot of stuff. They're adding new they're adding new characters, they're adding new levels. I'm actually fine with it. I don't have any problem with it. I mean, I don't feel like I'm getting sold the same game. Like I feel like there's enough different stuff that I'm fine with buying it again, you know. Yeah. Like actually, I kind of called it like me and Jeremy were playing Smash Brothers last night online, and I said like I kind of wish they bring Pokémon Trainer back and they did, you know. You we also were- said uh, Pichu. Pichu, yeah, and he got he came back as well. Well, Pichu, we haven't seen Pichu since Melee, and Young Link is coming back now. There's three Links. You can be three different Links in here now. <laughs> so many Links. I kind of I really like the way they did the presentation actually around Smash Brothers because it reminded me of like you know like that video extra that you could do on GameCube where you could see them all interact with each other. That was like kind of the whole video. You know when they were going through the different characters. Did you ever do that? You could unlock it on a melee like jeremy and i watched it like when it first came out and it's pretty hilarious where it'll just show them like walk around and they'll do like different poses and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't remember that? specifically what you're talking about but yeah if you I, have melee sure it. watch it it's hilarious it's like in it's like in the options you can find little videos that like the that the developers made with the characters but this is kind of how it is you know where it'll show like here's ddd and he's like asleep like next to peach like they had all this really funny stuff and it's like here's a new item that heals you and it shows like them run over and fall asleep on the item or whatever. There's all oh, this right. cool like Ridley murders Mario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was all like Hail this through the heart. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, totally. When yeah, spoilers at the very end. Uh, Ridley, yeah, Ridley is in there. I mean, that's what everybody wanted. They got it. They shrunk him, but you know, nobody cares. I don't know if you no, guys watched any of this. Bowser match. changes size all the time. Yeah, which he does now. He actually becomes Giga Bowser. And it's reminiscent of uh, Yoshi's Island now, where you uh, fight the giant Bowser. Yeah, and all that design that. So, looks cool. Yeah, so that's cool. And uh, they've uh, streamlined all of the super moves now. So now they're, or final smashes as they're called. Now they're pretty much like super moves, you know, like the Landmaster is there. Well, no, it's not, you know, like in like Sonic, like you turn into Mega Sonic and then you had to chase people around as him to, to knock him out. You don't do that anymore. You just turn into Super Sonic and he automatically goes and hits everybody. Like, now it's more like a super move. There's not, like, where you turn into a super-powered thing and move around. Mm-hmm. They completely took all that shit out. So they retired the Landmaster. You don't turn to, you don't turn into Wario <laughs> Man and fight people. Now he just now there's just, like, a cutscene. So a lot of it's just, like, cutscene stuff. I think they wanted to just make it more streamlined. Like, when we were playing and you turned into Yoshi and you would shoot fires at yeah. everybody, I don't think you can do that anymore. I think it's a completely different move. Well, I think it gets – it was also just to get right to the point to keep the action moving quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Because they, they also made it to when it comes down to two people that dam- the damage goes up. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that too. And also, uh, I mean, speaking of damage, the, uh, the Splatoon inkling, like, whenever you hit somebody with ink, the damage goes up as well. I thought that was cool. Like if you Yeah, if they have ink on them there. More susceptible, mm. and you can actually uh, you you have to refill your ink as well, which is crazy. And uh-huh. uh, all of the different eight um, costumes for Inkling all have different colored ink. Did you catch that? That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, eight player mode. I don't know. They didn't mention it, but it's in there. It's in the video. If you watch it, they showed a video of eight players playing at once. So that's going to be in the game, which is pretty rad. I'm surprised they didn't do any of the treehouse demo of that. But, Sakurai uh, was talking about the Splatoon amiibo, and he's 
talking about how detailed it was. So that's one thing about him is like he's got to get all the details perfect. And it's like, well, you'll notice that more ink is missing from this this amiibo because in Splatoon 2 it takes away more ink when you do this move. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was kind of hilarious that he, oh, that he sure. had to like point that out, that that detail had been considered. Oh no! Oh no! I believe that. I mean, he even talked about like changing the face of a Wii a Wii Fit Trainer. I thought that was funny. He's like, I didn't really want to, but the developers said, I "Yeah, should. they needed to make need to make her look nicer or something, <laughs> I mean, more like cheery or put more color in her face, even though it's gray face. I don't know, but yeah, no, it's a. Uh, I'm cool with it. I'm glad that all the stuff's in there. Shadow Moses is back. The so, are level. Gonna, so are they going to bring uh, GameCube controllers back again? I mean, they are. They are. They said it in there. Yeah, that was another thing. And so um, that, does that mean they're going to release more, more of those adapters that supposedly are hard to find? Uh, I have one. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think they're... I don't know how hard they are to find now, but I... Do you was, have a first-party one? Yeah. I did get one. I had to wait. I had to wait on it for a while, but I think I bought one for an extra, like, five bucks on Amazon. So it's, like, 20, and I paid, like, 25 for it. And I still have it, so mine's ready to go. I know they're... If you watched any of the Smash Brother Invitational stuff, they all had the new like Smash Brother ones that came out for uh, for the Wii U. Everybody was playing with those, and they all had skits of everyone like picking up their controller to go to the to go to the event. So that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, no, I mean the GameCube control that was another thing that got leaked like a long time ago that like the GameCube peripheral worked on there. But I'm sure there's going to be like you know GameCube USB controllers that Nintendo will release that you can get if you don't already have one. But yeah, I mean, that's totally in there. It's basically, like Jeremy was saying earlier, it's basically everything you ever wanted. It's like, what do you what do you want? You get it all here in this in the Smash thing. With the exception so, of, it doesn't look like they added new... Ch- they're not going out of their way to add new challenges or, yeah, the left field Nintendo well, twist. Right. Actually, one thing that, uh, that some people might be upset about, but I'm not necessarily upset about, they said that there's a good chance that you might start with only the Smash Brothers characters. From the from the, the original uh, 64 g- version, and you'll have to unlock cool. them on your own. I actually like that. I kind of miss, I, I miss having to unlock guys. It's kind of boring when you get a fighting game and all the guys are unlocked already. Like, what's the point of playing the arcade mode? I think it's kind of fun to like go through the arcade mode and like, you know, gain characters and all that. I always enjoyed that for fighting games. Right. And that and just helps you build of, up your chops for the online mode too. Yeah, yeah. Well, part of the fun of, of melee for me was. Trying to figure out how to unlock yeah. different characters. Yeah, because they had weird different things that you had to do to get. Like I remember, yeah, Luigi it wasn't just was weird. Natural progression yeah. of beat this guy, beat mm. the next guy, and then you earn more characters. It was do this 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 particular way or whatever it was, and then yeah. you could unlock certain characters with the uh, you know mm. different methods like that, which I thought was interesting. Made the game fun. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, it's I I, I don't think I don't think they're going to have any sort of like single player mode on here like subspace subspace emissary i know people are wanting that and i like that but it's at least you have if you have a way to unlock guys like it makes there should be some sort of like single player stuff for you to play aside from playing online all the time you know but on the on the online subject they never really mentioned much of that at all like they didn't really say anything about the smash brothers online which i thought was interesting well that maybe goes back to you know when you're talking about the the um online service not being announced you know i'm not uh I'm not so sure they're they're done with whatever big discussions. They still yeah. have two more days, and so maybe one of the days is talking a little bit more about the online service using Smash Brothers as sort of the mm-hmm. the entryway to that conversation. Yeah, maybe so I think that could happen. Still, two more days to go. Yeah, I just want to my 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 wish is 
I just want Smash Brothers to be like Splatoon. I want it to be like a its own living, breathing, like online mode where they keep adding stuff and they have events and stuff like that. That would be the that's the dream. Like that's how they should do it. Make it make it as good as the online on Splatoon, and I'll be happy. You know, do some sort of equivalent of Splatfest on Smash Brothers. Like with tournaments and shit. And that's how, you know, and it'll be great. And then you'll be, you know, do the same. Hopefully they do the same thing with tennis. And, you know, the whole new idea of like a game as a platform where you keep adding stuff to it and it will be a game that you were able to play for a long time and not just like 20 hours and be done with it. So that's kind of what I was hoping for. They didn't really get into the online stuff. But I mean, there's, they like went through like pretty much all of the shit that they changed in this or all the tweaks. I mean, we really don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I, I made notes of all of it. I don't want to go through all of it. I mean, we could just, like I said, just what you guys thought about the Smash Brothers thing. Like I said, I like it. There's some really cool stuff. I like the fake Smash Ball, I guess. That's cool for the final thing. Like you can attack people on ladders now. Like that's crazy. There's like a penalty yeah, for dodging too dodging much. In, yeah. in midair is pretty cool. You can also get penalized for dodging too much also. Like, the more you dodge, the longer it takes for you to to recover. So, like, the more you're vulnerable after you dodge. I thought that was pretty cool. So, they're, they're definitely tweaking the fuck out of it, and they're trying to really balance everybody. I was amazed by, like, how they were like, oh, yeah, and, like, there's the two different outfits that Ike wears in the two different fucking Fire Emblem games, like, on Wii and GameCube. And they even, yeah, like, deliver their different lines voices. differently. Like, I'm like, that's insane. Same with, like, Bayonetta, yeah. where, like, the sounds that she makes shooting the gun is, like, different for, like, Bayonetta 1 or 2. So they really... Sakurai's insane. Like, he really just gets down to the details on Smash Brothers. But it's uh, set up for release December 7th, the end of this year, so... That's our big. So that's Christ- our holiday game. Yeah, that's our big Christmas game, our big holiday game, and everybody is invited. There's a party on the Switch, and everyone's invited. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm kind of more excited as I was when they than when they first unveiled it because now I know that it's actually more than just a Wii U re-release, mm-hmm. and I'm happy about that. But yeah, but that- it's not too much more than that. Mm-hmm. It's just it's plus. Yeah, it's basically the ultimate ultimate edition. That's why it's called Ultimate. You know, which I thought was a good name for it, Smash Brothers Ultimate, because it's the, the definitive. Is there anything else you guys want to say about the direct or Smash Brothers? No, just waiting to see. Hopefully, Curse of the Podcast applies this time because this time I want it to. Oh yeah, to have more to hear tomorrow. Well, you know, uh-huh. there's still there's still a couple more days left. Uh, John will be on the floor tomorrow, and that'll be our topic. So we'll basically, you know, we're gonna take a break, and then we'll come back and you talk about all the stuff that you get to play. Hopefully, you get to play Smash Brothers. That'll be really cool. You know, you get to play. Uh, who would you? I mean, who is your main guy, John Link? My main guy, is Link. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. which one? Toon Link, Young Link, or Old Link? Oh, I got so many choices now. Yeah. Know? Main Link. Main Link is my guy. What do you think about Breath of the Wild Link and his remote control bombs and all that? I'm wondering how that's gonna play. Uh, I love it. Yeah, He's like kinda different they now. Didn't stick with the you know tried and true Ocarina mm-hmm. slash well, Twilight Princess, whatever look. Yeah. New game, new link. Of course, yeah. Well, now uh, now he has a different uh, Final Smash, too. He shoots the Ancient Arrow, which is cool as well. And there's oh, that's a, cool. I didn't notice that. There's also a level in there. I'm sure you cut the uh, the new Breath of the Wild level where you fight on the top yeah, of the, the tower. tower. Or yeah, whatever those are whatever called. the tower was called. The tower. I think, yeah, I think it has a different name. I don't remember. But, yeah, no, that looks cool. I mean, there's a lot of same thing. Like, there's Omega Forms of everything, so you can play everything like Final Destination, no matter what it is. But there's that... Uh, they didn't really talk about it, but Mario has a hat thing now. He can throw his hat. Like, they changed that. And there's also it's the... Cappy uh, now. Yeah, it's Cappy. Yeah, Cappy's in there. He also has a... He has the tuxedo. 66 characters. 66. Accounting Daisy. 
Kind of cappy, yeah. Well, well, Daisy was announced. Now there's Echo characters, so the ones that are clones of other ones are called that. But uh, I don't know if you noticed, but Wolf seemed to have a different move set now. Like he was all clawy. He wasn't doing like the Starfox stuff. So, but yeah, they never said that about the. But aren't when they showed Bowser Junior. It has all the Koopalings. Yeah, those oh. are those were never called Mirror character or Echoes, but that's what they are. Yeah, well, they're just they're just different skins, I guess. But Daisy would be a different skin of peach also yeah. i don't know i always thought that you could because you can like dress up as gene as uh bayonetta oh yeah and rodan mm-hmm. is in there as a this is trophy i thought he was in there as a playable character i was like what but no he wasn't but yeah lots of smash stuff uh you know john will play more tomorrow so we'll talk about that but uh yeah i mean that's it uh pretty much all smash at the end there and i'm excited about it like i said the pretty much the two things that i really liked was uh super mario party and uh Smash Brothers. What about you guys? Like, what were your favorite things out of this? Well, yeah, of course, Smash Brothers. But I, I'm going to say, yeah, I thought Overcooked Two looked cool. I think I'm interested in that game. Mm. Yeah. Besides Smash, uh, I was fascinated by Ninjala, and okay. having gotten to play it, I thought it has promise. I think they got some things they got to work on to refine it a little bit. But, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it could be a cool game. All right, cool. And uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to to uh, Starlink. I think that is going to be a really fun one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested in the co-op, and hopefully it has some online co-op, so that that could be a lot of fun. But uh, we're going to take a break, and then we'll jump to day two and talk to John about what all he's played. Big be time. Right, be right back. So we're here, uh, E3, Nintendo, Day 2. Um, there's been a little bit of news, I guess, that's happened. Uh, I So since I, I recently started a UK account on my Switch, so I got an email from Nintendo as a preview to their sales on Thursday, which is pretty cool. Even though by the time this will be up, they'll already be up. But we kind of we kind of got an insight here. There's, a, there's like a list of uh, Switch games, 3DS games, and Wii U games that will be on sale. And they're basically stuff that has to do with... Um, with of course the things that were being that were talked about during E3, you know. So, so for the Switch, there's uh for, for the Switch, it's like uh, looks like Splatoon two will be on sale, which is huge because that game's really popular. And with auto with the Octo expansion coming out, that's pretty rad. So you could probably get it, hopefully for you know maybe sixty like with it. I don't know how much it's going to be on sale. I the email said the games will be up to fifty percent off. But it didn't get. I was unable to find a price for them. So, but it just showed me a list. So it was Splatoon two, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Fire Emblem Warriors, and Ultra Street Fighter two were on there. Wow. So that's that was the ones that it showed. And also, there's like stuff for Wii U. Like, I didn't look through all of them, but you can get like Smash Brothers and 3DS and 3DS Smash Brothers. Like those are on sale. 
Plus, um, plus like the Nintendo tennis game, like Mario Tennis on 64 for Wii U, you can get that on sale. So like stuff that has to do, you know, with the game. Stuff on the show floor. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Uh, E3 2018 sale up to 50% off. But I doubt, I doubt that any of the Switch games will be, will be 20% or 50% off. But I found this on Nintendo.co.uk. I don't know, maybe since they're in a different time zone, I got it early, but. Sometimes sales are different, but if they're E3 sales, I would imagine they would be yeah consistent across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah, so there's the there's the four of the Switch ones. Yeah, Mario Tennis Open 3DS, Fire Emblem Echoes, Mario Party Top 100, of course, Mario Party, Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels, Adventures of Link, Breath of the Wild on Wii U, Splatoon One, Super Mario Brothers U on on Wii U. You should get that, Jeremy. If it's uh, if it's half off, that game's good. What game? The new Super Mario Brothers U. You never played oh, that yeah. one. Mario Party no, Two and Mario Tennis. That's the full list of them on sale. I don't know what the actual sale number is, but that's what I saw. Um, I didn't watch. I didn't watch a whole lot of the uh, E3 stuff, but but I did watch like the. Um, I watched some of the Smash Brothers stuff today, and I did watch uh, the tennis story mode stuff. And that game looks really really good. I'm really excited about the tennis game. But apparently, oh, yeah. if you have if you've got enough points from playing the demo, you unlock Koopa Troopa early. So I saw that. That's cool. Otherwise, you have to wait till like August for him for him uh, to be unlocked. Oh. I saw that being on there. So I'm wondering how that works because I played the Japanese demo, not the American ones. So hopefully that makes me not able to get or hopefully that doesn't keep me from getting Koopa Troopa. I don't know. But I saw a couple things on there that weren't announced yesterday, like small things, but uh, Freedom Planet, if you remember that game for Wii U, that got announced for Switch. Mm-hmm. It basically looks like Sonic. It looks like a Sonic game, but it doesn't have Sonic in it. Like, it looks like a Sega Genesis game with fast running and, and all that stuff. It's cool. I think it was a part of a Humble Bundle that we did a while back. I think that's how I got it originally. But I do have it for Wii U, so I probably won't get it for Switch. There's also another game called Labyrinth of Refrain that's done by the guys who do Disgaea. So, and it kind of looks like Etrian Odyssey with, like, the first-person uh, maze type type stuff. So, I saw those those were added to the Nintendo shop. So, there's a couple new games on there did you guys see anything else like in the in the live yeah. stuff that i forgot i did uh i watched the uh octopath traveler i watched most of that gameplay today and yeah. uh they said that the demo's out tomorrow and that it has eight characters you can play oh the new demo's out tomorrow you can yeah oh my god so that's pretty exciting because uh well, shit. i thought the demo was coming <laughs> out with the the new demo was coming out when the new game was released yeah that's what it they sounds said like it's coming out tomorrow that's what they said in the direct they lied <laughs> now it's coming. Well, that's what I mean. That's what they said on yeah uh, in the thing. spotlight in the direct. But I don't know because they also said that you could go preload. You can preload it, mm. so that's kind of cool too. So I don't know if maybe the guy was confused, but it was one of the developers that said that. Oh, okay, because it was like at the very end, they're like, "Do you have anything you'd like to say before we're done?" And yeah, they said the demo would be available tomorrow, yeah. and there would be eight playable characters. Wow. Well, shit. Is that tomorrow is in like 11 o'clock tonight or is it like... Yeah, they said tomorrow in the U.S. Okay. Because like the Splatoon one didn't actually... Octo expansion didn't actually drop until like 8 o'clock. Yeah, tomorrow evening. Okay, Just so... Like, well, they said the same thing about the Splatoon. They said it would okay. be this evening in the U.S. Yeah, because I, I know if I mentioned it before on the show, but I said that I was going to beat the single player Splatoon 2 before I played Octo, Octo expansion. And I did that today. I, I marathoned Splatoon 2 for like four and a half hours. And beat the last two uh, level worlds in there 
and uh, played an hour of Octo Expansion. So I did get to play that. It's pretty rad. It actually reminds me a lot. I don't know if you ever scanned any of your Amiibo for uh, Splatoon 1, Jeremy, but if you do that in Splatoon 1, you unlock like um, these different versions of the regular levels where you can play with different weapons and stuff, and it's kind of like a challenge mode where like sometimes you have like limited ink and stuff like that. It's a lot like that, where like you go through, it's like go through a whole level with the hamster ball, or like go through a whole level with the inkjet, where you're like flying around with the jetpack. It's it's cool. It's just like a whole bunch of more levels that are harder than the regular game. So it's kind of like a, you know, it's just like additional stuff to do. And you're in a subway, and there's different maps that you unlock. You go on different lines, depending on which level you beat. And it's all based on uh, the money that you collect, like the in-game currency. You use it to purchase a, the way into whatever level that you're going to. And some of them are really hard. Like some of them actually kind of remind me of uh, some of the Breath of the Wild stages. There's one where you have to direct like an eight ball through a maze. That reminded me a lot of like the the Legend of oh, Zelda, cool. Breath of the Wild uh, dungeon-y type stuff. So except for this one, if you drop the ball, you die <laughs> instead of just getting another one in Zelda, which sucks. Like that was real annoying. Like if you drop the ball, you explode. Your character explodes. So Is it it's the like, same as the other yeah. for one player mode where you have you know, you go back to a checkpoint, but if you lose all your lives, you have to start all over again. Uh, yeah, there, there are checkpoints, but in this one, you don't gain a life when you get to a checkpoint. So they made it a little harder in that. In the regular game, every time you get to a checkpoint, you get an extra life. And this one, you don't. But you can, but when you get a game over, you can actually spend in-game currency to, to continue at your checkpoint again once you've run out of lives. So it's not as bad, but it's just works works out a little bit different. And it's, it involves that old man from the first platoon, if anybody finished that, like you know him, like Sergeant Cuttlefish or whatever his name is. There's a part in the very beginning of it, like spoilers, but it's super early. There's a part where him and, uh, uh, I forget, uh, it's either Pearl or Marina, but they like start a rap battle like over a walkie-talkie, and it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I like I laughed. I thought that part was funny. But yeah, no, it's it's super cool, it's super quirky. It's like, you know, just more fun Splatoon single player. Like if you like single player, definitely check it out. I mean, Splatoon is a game that kind of goes on forever, you know, cuz they keep adding stuff to it, which is great. And there was an update to the whole game too. I don't know what all that added, but I'm sure it like did some more balancing stuff with the weapons or not and whatnot and probably added some more weapons to it. But, but yeah, it's cool. I I went for the $20 and I'm, you know, fully satisfied with it. I mean, it looks like there's a lot of levels in there, so I don't feel like I got ripped off. Plus, it looks real nice, too. Your Octo, you get to make a new Octo person, like change your eye color and hairstyle and sex and all that stuff. So, I did that. Also, uh, also Shining Resonance Refrain has a demo out today. That's like a sequel a sequel of sorts to Shining Forces on from Sega Genesis. It's a Sega RPG game. It doesn't really play like Shining Forces. It's more of a live-action RPG type thing, but it's like a 40-minute demo. It's really cool. It's fully voice acted. Apparently, this is a game that was out in Japan a while back, but it never came to America, so this is like the English release remastered version or whatever, and uh, it's cool. I like it a lot. I, I played through it, and I really enjoyed it. It comes out July July 10th. But you can play the demo for free now if you're interested in checking it out. It was a we Jeremy and I and Kate, we we talked to her about it. Like she mentioned it when we, mm -hmm. when she was on our show that there was a new Shining Forces game and that's this one. So it has a ridiculous name, but don't let that scare you. <laughs> Definitely should try it out for free. But it's it's fun to play. Is there any any other news stuff that you guys saw in the events or whatnot? Nope. Yeah, I didn't see any news other than Yeah. Things that I saw. Okay, well, let's get to on the floor. I was tuned yeah. out, so yeah. yeah other than well, yeah, the yeah, we'll hear from. Did you get to play adventure mode in Mario Tennis Aces? No, adventure mode wasn't an option for okay for playing. We did, it was, uh, we did see a little bit more of that 
in Treehouse. Yeah, I happened to be tuning. Well. I was uh, taking a break and eating lunch, and I tuned in, and I saw that whole part about the adventure mode. It yeah. looks awesome, right? I, I was, I yeah. thought it was, I thought it was really funny. Did you see like Mummy, uh, Wario, and Waluigi? No, I missed it. Up. That part, uh, I saw they went into the forest and they were fighting PB Piranha. That's oh, okay. I, I tuned out. I think maybe it was after that. There I don't know a lot more after that. Yeah, because they go. There's a part where it shows uh, Wario and Waluigi and their mummies, and they say later that they're wrapped in tennis grip tape. And I thought that was funny. I, I got a kick out of that. <laughs> That's like what their where their mumminess comes from. So it's cool that they're like keeping it with the theme and all that. You know, so it it looks. The more I see that game, the more fun it looks. And I mean, you unlock uh, sacred yeah. like special rackets when you defeat bosses. Yeah, you get and and there's a lev- leveling up, of course, too. I noticed that you get experience points, and you can uh, you level up and your racket levels up. Yeah, so you can add like yeah. whatever more power. Or, I don't know what the different stats are, but it's you know similar to like the Mario Golf and tennis games for Game Boy Advance. So it's so uh, that's sort of like when we were playing Fortnite. I said I wish there was an adventure mode because yeah. that's how you. <laughs> that's a good way to learn how to play something before you go against people. Yeah. So Mario Tennis has that, which we've already played online, but mm-hmm. get a little better by playing through the adventure yeah. mode and learning the different techniques. Yeah. I had to play Mario Tennis again uh, today. It was actually a requirement to get to the rest of the booth. Oh, really? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's like an entrance fee? Booth, the first way, if you're playing Smash, you go play Smash directly. If you're playing Let's Go Pikachu, you go play that. Get in line, uh, play that one directly. But if you want to play the other games, the third-party games, you have to go through Mario Tennis. Oh wow, <laughs> that's yeah. that's a way to for them to force their game on you. <laughs> yeah, and I even asked him because I played it yesterday. What, what how, so how you get into the booth is is you get in line. And once you get to the front of the line, they pass out these cards. But I can just show you. I got it right here. If you want to hold on for a second, um, these passport things. Um, which basically are proof that you played the game. You have to get your passport stamped as you play the game. So here's mine from yesterday. This is my E3 2018 day one oh, cool. gaming passport. Cool. And uh, as you play each game, you get it stamped here and here. They stamp so that you can get, uh, first of all, you, it's, it's a limit to how many games you can play. Like you can't oh. just go around and keep playing them forever. Um, and you can't sure. try the same game twice. Each one has a unique stamp. Oh, I see. Um, but then if you get two stamps, then you get to trade it in for for the prize. Um, so yesterday on day one, I got my two stamps, and uh, I went to get my prize, but then they told me, oh, Mario Tennis doesn't count as one of the two because it was mandatory. Oh. Oh. I like, oh, so I didn't get my prize for yesterday. Weird. Why is it um, on there as a stamp? Yeah, that's kind of mean. What's up, Nintendo? Yeah, I don't know. It's not cool. Well, it was basically like the proof that that you you played Mario Tennis, so now you can go play the other ones. Yeah, that's kind of so, weird, though, isn't that? Like I was saying, they are pretty much forcing it on you. It's like we we will sell Mario Tennis. You must play this before yeah. you play the other stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, it's definitely forcing it on you in order to get to any of the other games that are not Smash or or Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I went to go. I wanted to go get my prize today because I I misread the card and. You know, I didn't get my prize yesterday, but so I went to go play it today, and I brought this card because uh, I didn't turn it in. I still have it. Mm-hmm. Showed it to him, and I said, "Hey, you know, I played Mario Tennis yesterday. Can I just pass through?" And they said, "No, I had to go play it again. <laughs> I have, I have the proof. I played it already." Wow. Said, no. They're like, "Oh, you probably got that from somebody because I know you did because you said you played doubles, 
And like it was, right. it, it, it involves like cussing or something. Yeah, it was a pretty sweary game. Yeah, mm-hmm. doubles was a lot of fun though. Yeah, and I could. Well, again, I played singles this time, and and you know, I had just as much fun. Was it competitive just, against someone else? Yeah, competitive, competitive against someone else, and so um, it was a little bit different because I was standing next to the guy that I was competing with, whereas cool. before with doubles there were two TVs. And two people were on either side. So, uh, but yeah, so I was standing next to him, and um, I actually threw the game because I because I wanted to get through tennis. You threw the like, game. Oh, oh, oh you. Oh man, that's trying. scandalous. Oh, so you lost scandalous. on purpose? I think about those game. I lost those bets on that were on that game. I know. I know. He threw in the uh, towel. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You might want to keep an eye on you know behind your back at all times. Oh, my good gangster. The head before you get racketed. Uh-huh. Oh, but I'm ching. You get involved. There is a tennis yeah. racket. <laughs> you get involved with racketeering, something. Yeah. yeah, so I threw the game and uh, moved on to the other games, and I wanted to get my my two. Uh, so I went to the first one. I wanted to go toward the end of the day. I wanted to go to the one that was uh, the shortest line. The shortest line happened to be FIFA. It's like an amusement yeah, so, park. Exactly. Oh, the exactly. shortest line was the FIFA 19. Line. Yeah. So you played FIFA 19? I played FIFA 19 because it was the shortest line. Yeah, I figured and, that. Uh, you know, it's a soccer game. Is it a long – do you have to play for a long time? Like, because can't soccer games go for like 30 minutes or something? Or, or they probably have it set to like – I don't know. I don't know anything about soccer. Is there like a five-minute limit or how do you how do you play it? I don't know anything about FIFA. I haven't played it since 64. I haven't played it since the Game Gear. Yeah. So, There's two halves, I think, so, and they're really long. So mm. I was saying how Probably long did you just had like, yeah. the rules set to where it was a timed game? Or mm. How long did you have to play FIFA for? Really paying attention. We ended up playing for like, I'll say 10 minutes or so, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. And you had to you had to complete the demo. You couldn't just like, hey, I tried it. Can I get my stamp? No, they made you complete the demo. <laughs> wow. So I played FIFA for like 15 minutes. You know, totally lost that one. Yeah. And, uh, it was me against it was me a, a guy who did not really want to play FIFA was just trying to play it for a stamp versus a guy who was like really into soccer he was um, I want to say he was from Spain from from the accent yeah. but he was like obviously all about FIFA oh yeah and like a and he destroyed mismatch. you so yeah. <laughs> I just said hey man I suck at FIFA and you know congrats for the ego boost here it is uh, enjoy your win yeah and uh, moved on. And I went to go to the next game, and Starlink was a very popular game. Okay. So I went to get in line there. There was only there was only like maybe ten people in line, which is pretty big for the lines in the booth. Generally, they try to keep the people out, the big mm-hmm. line out. Yeah. So that the booth is wide open. But what I didn't realize was that the demo was pretty long for that one. The demo was actually like twenty minutes. Oh, okay. And so there was eight people ahead of me, and I waited for a pretty long time for that one. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, How is it? Really fun. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, Did it sway you? I know yesterday you said that you were, wasn't it yesterday you say you were intrigued, but you weren't like, you were still kind of on the fence. Yeah, it swayed me. Yeah. Absolutely. It's from my time with it. I mean, it's pretty evident to me. It's it's a Star Fox game. Oh, really? That's what it is. It's, it's, it's a Star Fox game. Wow. And after I was done with my demo, I went to uh, the guy standing around the corner. He was wearing a shirt with Starlink on. You know, there's the, there's the Nintendo reps, and then there's also the third party reps. The guy was wearing a Starlink shirt, and I asked him, I said, did you work on, on the game? He said, yeah, I'm the artistic director. And uh, I told him, you know, I mean this in a good way, but you guys made a really great Star Fox game. Like, yeah. it's clear that Star Fox was the inspiration for your game. And, uh-huh. and you know, I'm a fan of Star Fox, and, and you guys did an awesome job. And he said, uh, you know, he made no bones about it. Yeah, you know, we showed this. He said, we showed this at, at 
E3 last year, and Nintendo approached them at E3 after seeing the game and said, why don't we put Star Fox in there? So the deal was started uh-huh. last year at E3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So Star Fox, did, did you find out anything about what, what he does? Is he like an optional playable character? Do you have to unlock him? Like, uh, can you play through the game as Star Fox? Like, how does, how does that work? Uh, I didn't find out anything about that, and now you're making me wish that I would have asked. Yeah. But, That's uh, what I would have asked. Yeah, was, I'm like, where's Star Fox? <laughs> yeah, it, it was toward the end of the day, and... And I was having to move on because my, you know, I'm, I'm sharing my time with with my friends. Yeah, and I'm gonna try not to take too much time, and I already waited sure. so long in the booth. Sure. Um, but yeah, the developer, he, he was very friendly and very receptive to 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 the compliments and uh, complimented me back on my power glove that I was wearing. He said, "Oh, I saw you yesterday here, and I want to talk to you." But, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that got a got you got you in to talk to a lot of people with the power glove. A lot of people. Yeah. yeah, actually used it as not only walking around. That was your real before. passport. Mm-hmm. That was my passport. It was my real passport. Yeah, it's true. I had a lot of people. You'll see when you watch the videos. A lot of people just stop me. Hey, power glove. They want to take pictures and everything. <laughs> High I, five. I did some like poses with the fist bump. Hey, it's the power glove. I hope it's you're like. Glove. I hope you're like mentioning our podcast and handing out cards and stuff to these people that love your power glove. I'm talking about the podcast <laughs> and stuff. Uh, I wasn't able to find the cards that I had before. I'll I'll try and dig them out tonight. Oh yeah, I forgot to I totally I forgot to send you the PDF like you could have had them printed at uh, Staples or whatever, but I, yeah. I forgot to do that. But yeah, I, have you worn our shirt yet? You should uh, fly the Nintendo main flag there. I've not worn point. the shirt. Um, <laughs> I've got a shirt for the game that we're wearing so yeah. for tomorrow. I'm you got to wear whatever you're promoting. Yep. Oh sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, no pet projects with your employee. So uh how uh, how back to Starlink? Uh, how close is it to Star Fox? Is it like on rail shooter? Like you don't move around? Like is it like level by level? Like is how what did what did the demo consist of? Like what did you do in the demo? The demo starts out you're flying around in outer space, mm-hmm. and you know you got your icon on the map telling you where you got to go to. You're flying toward it, and I started. I was flying around in space. I was looking for. I was flying toward the thing that I was on the on the map and. And I wasn't finding it. And the guy who was helping me out, he said, oh, you're flying toward it in the right direction, but you're fl- you're actually flying kind of over it. And what was happening was I was flying over the planet, which I mm-hmm. kind of assumed was you know, off limits or just like part of the background or something. Yeah. He said, no, you have to actually dive into the planet. Oh, wow. Ooh. And so I flew. The, it was seamless. It was from mm. outer space. I dove down, went into the planet. Through the clouds. Wow. And now I was flying around on a planet. That's awesome. I thought it was really impressive, yeah. technically, yeah. Can you get out of the plane? Can you walk around on the ground as a person? No, you can't, can't <laughs> get out of the plane, at least, at least not that they've admitted yet. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you're flying around, and then once you get down toward the ground, it's kind of the control scheme kind of changes. You're more like hovering on, on the ground. Sure. Um, it's not, not like a you know Land Rover or, or anything like in Star Fox, but... Yeah. You can just tell the the scheme changes from like free roaming flying to more more of a hovering on the ground mm-hmm. tactical maneuvering kind of yeah. thing. And there's this giant I don't even know really was what it was. It was like this giant organic structure that's kind of pulsating and with um like tentacles or something planted in the ground. There's like these like these bulbs at the bottom mm-hmm. that you have to shoot. Um, these red bulbs, and you have to go around and shoot each of them. Kind of reminded me of one of the one of the battles in Star Fox. 
64 where it's just vague in my memory right now because I haven't played that game in a long time. But there was something where you had a big like mothership and then you had to go around the mothership and hit the little things around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, was kind of like that. It, that's where it really started to set in for me that, oh, this is a lot like Star Fox. Yeah. And, in a good way, and it's not a—I wouldn't even call it like a ripoff or derivative, but I would say Star Fox is an inspiration. Mm-hmm. So it, did you it say feels that, like? Did you it say feels like Star the, Fox, but its own thing? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you, but di- didn't you say like you clip something to the controller? Yeah, so you clip the ship to the controller, and it really operates like um. Oh, what? Like a <laughs> you clip the ship onto the controller. There's a special mount for it. Weird. Yeah, I, th- I see it in your in your pictures. It's like a yeah. circ- it's like a U thing, right? It's kind of like a little swoopy. Uh, I didn't whatever. get a good look at the at the mount just because I played on the handheld version because okay. that was the shorter line. Everybody wanted to play with the with the ship with yeah. the one you clip on. Yeah, but it's a ship that you clip onto the controller, and the ship, by the way, is totally totally optional. It's, yeah. you know, it functions basically like an amiibo. But imagine an, an amiibo that you can hot swap different parts on yeah oh cool. uh, so like in the middle of the battle if you want to change your gun you can take your gun off and put a new gun on hmm. and i guess maybe that gives some kind of clue as to how how star fox would operate i remember hearing a rumor yeah i remember hearing a rumor about something like that back before we heard about um labo because it was like it's going to be a construction-based thing and then there was rumors on reddit that they were it was this game where you had a physical uh toy that was attached to the controller and you changed the parts on it yeah mm-hmm. this is it this is it this is wow. gotta be it then. and it's yeah. got star fox in it too so that's like part, of, part of the rumor mill oh wow months and months ago before labo came out now yeah. uh, so that, then i'm assuming that uh, i did ask him you know so you could like just change your ships mid-battle and he said yes yeah. so I'm, I'm guessing that's mm-hmm. just you know the way that star fox gets brought in i don't know narratively how he gets brought in but yeah that's can, yeah that's what I was wondering. I'm assuming you can just change out your whole ship, make it an right, like Yeah, right. Like, is he part of the main story? Does yeah. it take place in that universe? Or is it just like, and then Star Fox showed up all of a sudden? Right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm totally on board for um, for that reason. It's really a, a, it takes what makes Star Fox great. And I can kind of tell from my limited time with it, they've they've made it something their own. And, and they've done a really great job. It, it has a Nintendo polish to it. Mm. And not butchered it like Nintendo's done to the same game. <laughs> yeah. Like, do the oh, same game. Star Fox Zero. Mm. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Zero. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you know, does this does it, does it come with a ship? Like if you buy it physical or do you have to buy all the ships separately? That's a special edition. It's a special edition with the ship? I saw that was the price point was released and stuff today on that. Okay. I was wondering. Because, I mean, I buy everything digital. But I mean, if there was an option, it was wondering if it comes with the ship or not to clip on. Yeah. I mean, the, the ships look really nice. I got some pretty close-up pictures of them. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Uh, the the R wing, uh, the Star Fox with the R wing looks pretty cool. Yeah, they don't look like cheap toys. I mean, they look like something that they obviously made this with with the idea of you putting on it on your shelf in mind. It doesn't look like a you know like a Lego toy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or I guess people do put Legos on their shelf. That's a bad analogy. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know like how Lego dimensions. Something. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how complex it is and whatever. Maybe I'm being too grandiose with my thoughts, but mm-hmm. imagine like you weren't able to play the game, but somehow you had the parts near you. Could you be like, oh wait a minute, I just had an idea of like this combination, mm-hmm. and you could like build the ship without even playing the game and then try it out later and be like, did my idea work? Like that's kind of a cool thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, if you, you don't have the ship with you, yeah, I mean it looks. 
It looks cool. Did you? Uh, I would have mentioned to him. Uh, do you remember that Nintendo talked about how they wanted to make an R-wing amiibo, but they said it would be like too sharp and possibly dangerous? <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> they were talking about that for uh, Star Fox Zero, and it's like now they pretty much made an R-wing amiibo instead of in front of them. So it's kind of well, like someone else did. Yeah, oh, they did it, but Nintendo didn't. It's just kind of funny that they still. I mean, they like is the in like the world they made you know. by a different company. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. What else did you get to play other than Starlink? Uh, let's see, Star Starlink and FIFA did tennis again. Did you do uh, oh, boy. Ninjala? Did you get to play that again? I know you said you're going to try to figure out what it no, was. No, I didn't get to play that again. No, this day I, I, I pretty much ceded most of the day to my friend because because I got all of the day just about on Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, I was sitting at the table for like a good first half or so and then i also made it a point to go around and just uh you know record videos and like get the atmosphere down and everything mm-hmm. so what about what uh, about sightings like you did mention some sightings, sightings. oh yeah yeah i saw some people so let me i wrote them down because my brain is a little fuzzy right now but i'll take a look um i know that yesterday i saw scotty pippen walking around that was the most random That's one fucking crazy yeah, right. Yeah. Scotty Pippen. Well, I guess, I mean, you know, he's a person. He Maybe he wants to go to E3. Yeah. You know? uh, I saw him walking around outside. I don't know if he was there for something related to the Lakers or, or if he was oh, there right. for E3. He might have just been, like, hanging out with the Lakers. He might have been, yeah. But in my mind, like, I, I said, is that Scotty Pippen? And I was like, of course it's Scotty Pippen. He's seven feet tall. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, it's nobody else. And he looks like Scotty Pippen. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. The other people that I saw, video game related... Per Schneider stood in front of our booth, which was yeah. pretty exciting. You know, we were trying to look our best, be like, "Hey, look over at us!" But he was on his phone, yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was doing something, presumably work related. I like he, to assume writing a feature article on us that's going to be posted tomorrow. He so, was a uh, he was chewing out somebody in German. Right, or was right. he not on the no, phone? He was standing there on his phone, yeah. and then he then he moved on. And uh, Nate Bildorf walked by. Nate Bildorf from Nintendo. I just um, I just saw his name in the credits of Splatoon 2 after I beat it, after I saw that message. I was like, oh, hey, there's that guy that you said you saw. Because he did some of the translation, I guess, on uh, on Splatoon 2. Yeah, well, he's the head so. of Treehouse. Oh, okay. And uh, I know that he's done a lot of a lot of writing. He was a, a primary writer on the Mario and Luigi series, mm. which, oh, of course, wow. you know, everybody yeah. likes the, the writing on that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I saw him, and uh, where's my list? Hold on one second. I know you, you met a guy named David Kay. Yeah, David Kay. He's uh, he's a concept artist, and he's worked for Bethesda and a couple mm-hmm. other companies. And he showed me some of his artwork, and like, man, it is, it is like Good. these aren't sketches. This it's like the real deal. Oh, quality, sure, yeah. quality paintings, high details. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I talked to him for about half an hour. Yeah, he's a big Metroid fan, so we talked a lot about Metroid and the origins of Metroid, which nice. He, he, he told me some things that I had never known before about that. What did he say? Oh, maybe I should save some of that for later. Uh, I want to see if we can get him on. Well, I'm on sure the show you, you got a con- you got contact that. information with him from him, right? I mean, you I got contact information. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd love to have him on the show and talk to him. You can save some info for later if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. I, I can just make sure you uh, save it. Just make sure you yeah. Get just him some on. of the surprises and stuff that he told me it was just like really Metroid came from from this and that and. Yeah. I just had no idea. Just make um, sure he comes on the show. <laughs> yeah, and I got my list here. Yeah, I don't know what else would have been demoed. I guess like Mario plus Rabbids. They didn't demo that. No, they were playing the trailer for that on that giant screen, though. Yeah. Which I don't know if I can really illustrate how huge that screen was. And... So uh, who who all did you see other than that? Oh, Mario? yeah. Uh, the rest of the list, uh, a lot of IGN people. I saw, I saw of course, I, I stopped by the IGN booth and was watching a bit for some of the recording. 
So Alana Pierce was talking to, I think it was the guys from Rage, the guys who, who Rage Against the, the Machine the other day talking about the game Rage. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I was like, what, I the band? The really tall guy and the guy that was much shorter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, isn't, uh, isn't What's-His-Face on there? Um, Romero? Isn't, isn't John Romero on there from uh, Doom? I thought he worked on Rage. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, he I, originally, I him, he originally no. did. I mean, that's why I got the game. I got the that's first one. That's not the two people that were on stage, though, yeah. when they revealed it. Mm. I saw, uh, you know, because I was watching IGN for a bit, I saw Max Scoville, uh, you know, yeah, from IGN. And uh, walking around on the floor, I saw Fran Mirabella. Mm-hmm. I'm sure his, his hair looked ridiculous as normal. <laughs> he looked like a handsome gentleman. His hair has its own, like, protein thing going on. It's got some, some weird uh, hair shit and whatever. Just take a look at it. It's like its own thing, his hair is. It's its own beast. He struck me as a, a fine-looking dude. Yeah. <laughs> and the last person that I saw, Tay Chocolate Rain Zonday. You there. saw Tay Zonday? <laughs> yeah, Chocolate Rain. <laughs> did you talk to him, or did you just happen to see him? No, I didn't. I walked by him, but <laughs> you saw eyes. You, you saw him, and he walked up to you, and he's like, Pretty, do, do you want to just sing about the chocolate guy. rain? I just think of him as his, uh, because he was like a character in that South Park episode with all the YouTube guys. And I always think of him talking like that, where he's like, do you want to hear about the chocolate rain? (laughs) (laughs) Some big, I I don't know what publication it was, but there was a pretty popular article about him recently. Yeah. Which was like, uh, chocolate rain was, was woke, was a woke song before, you know. Was it really? Right. It was all about breathing. Is that because because uh, he turned away from the mic to breathe and all that? That was a big thing. It was like there's there's, I mean, according to him, it's all about there's well maybe not completely about, but there's stuff there's like racial stuff in it. So. Oh sure. Uh, well, I mean, it, it is about like it is called yeah, chocolate about rain. that sort of like the woke the quote unquote woke like social justice warrior yeah. movement sort of thing. Sure. And not like in a bad way, but mm-hmm. all encompassing more more to say. Yeah. Is there was there anything like in particular that you saw that like uh that like struck you as crazy or you're like, Oh, that's cool or while you're walking around, like how big is that screen that's that's on the that's on the show floor? It can't be properly described in pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, it's as obviously it's different screens like sort of connected into one, but for all intents and purposes, it's the biggest screen that I've ever seen. Mm. It's massive. It's like a stretched out jumbotron. Yeah, it's like 100 feet long. And I want to say probably a good, I don't know, maybe 15 feet tall. And you said they did that whole, like, that scrolling artwork that they showed for all the characters in Smash Brothers, that they put that yeah. thing in, oh like, panorama form? Like, mm-hmm. Hey, as cool as that might look on your on your iPhone or your computer screen, when you see it 100 feet long, yeah, with, like, the best quality LEDs or whatever they used, OLEDs, mm-hmm. bright, vibrant colors, like, it's... it's spectacular yeah yeah it was it was great and mm-hmm. you know they're playing different animations on that screen all throughout their show you didn't see any dead definitely pixels. no you dead. Didn't see any dead pixels yeah no <laughs> there was just one dead pixel in the corner <laughs> no, was a uh, so yeah. smash brothers isn't on the floor yet right there's no there's no demo unit of that i'm sure oh so they're playing smash on the floor oh it is it's yeah it's it's all in one big area except for it's kind of uh, you know, ro- different sections are roped off, so you can mm-hmm. see Smash up there. Obviously, it's toward the back, underneath that big giant screen. Yeah, and a little bit of an elevated platform. It's like there's like two, a lower level, and then there's a little upper level for for Smash. Mm. And um, if I had to guess, I'd say maybe twenty TVs playing Smash. Oh wow! And yeah, do so, they have I mean, reps at each 
at each station, kind of like uh, you sure were describing did. yesterday with the the different stuff that you were playing. Yeah, they like, each, like each TV has someone standing there guiding you. There's probably one rep for for two TVs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And for Smash, there's an MC, you know, running the whole thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, everything's all in that one space. Nice. And you, but you didn't get to play that yet, right? But did you get to see Not any yet. of I'm it? Play, I'm playing tomorrow. I'm sure you watched some of people playing it and all that, right? Yeah, I stood back and watched it for a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, that's very exciting. People love the Smash. How does it look? Is it smooth and? Looks great. Anybody play a snake, or was he on there? <laughs> uh, there's 20 characters that you can pick from. Yeah, and I didn't gather exactly which ones. Yeah, you know, I didn't. I don't, see I don't remember which play ones it was. Snake on the uh, in the tournament. Maybe they don't want to. Saw somebody play a snake. No, I didn't. I saw people play as uh, Ripley's, believe it or not, but I didn't see Ridley. Uh, yeah, I Ridley. saw like all the new characters, but I don't recall seeing anyone play a snake. Yeah, maybe they just don't want to play a snake. I don't know. Or maybe he's not in there. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, uh, hopefully you can play it tomorrow. But uh, all yeah. that, you know, you can talk about it next week. Our our episode's yeah. already pretty long. But if there's not yeah. anything else you want to mention about E3, we can uh, close it up here. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's good for day two. You know, I spent most of day two uh, working. I'm obviously there helping my friend. Yeah, you know, with his game Max Duo, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have him on the show next week to talk about his game. Yeah, so if you want to hear more about what, what we were doing, uh, tune in next week for that. Well, you should always and, uh, tune in next week because you should be here every week to listen to Nintendo Main Podcast. You, the listeners, what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah, we'll have him on next week to talk about that, and and you know, you can fill us in on more stuff that you play and all that tomorrow. Of course, that'll be in our interview. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be there's going to be curse of the podcast style news no matter what because yeah. there's. A presence of most game companies until Thursday or Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're going through tomorrow and yeah. some. I don't know when the show's officially closed, but mm. most have been saying officially like closed Thursday. tomorrow at six o'clock. Okay, okay. so it closes tomorrow. So there, there yeah. still could be some last minute mm-hmm. stuff that we'll have to just talk about next week. Yeah, but in the meantime, yeah. you can catch you can catch videos that we've been putting up on on our YouTube YouTube dot com slash figmater f i n g m a t e r. Uh, I'll put up a video at some point of all the stuff that John shot, so you'll get to see him walking around. Um, also, I put up a video of Octo Expansion on there, and you can also look at the uh, Shining uh, Residence Refrain that's on there as well. And uh, Jeremy and I, we fell into the rabbit hole of Fortnite last night and played for like three hours, so Jeremy made a little video out of that so you can watch us uh, watch all of our triumphs and not triumphs in uh, Fortnite. But it's a fun fun game to play, so you can watch watch all that stuff will be up. And uh and, you know, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com also. And uh, download the podcast at all your podcast apps and whatnot and uh, review us. We like that stuff. Send us an email at NintendoMainPodcast at gmail.com. And you can catch me streaming at, well, me or me and Jeremy at uh, Twitch.tv slash NintendoMainPodcast. We've been streaming. Uh, we streamed a lot of Fortnite last night. I streamed Splatoon all day today, plus the Shining Resonance thing. So, you find all that. I normally stream on thir- on Wednesdays and Thursdays as a regular thing, and pretty much every night at like two a.m. But and we also have our Friday stuff. We'll probably do more Fortnite stuff this Friday, but you can check that out. But uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson, Jeremy Mikowski, John Nitter, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to talk more E3 stuff. So stay tuned. See you later. 